The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live on RantiumRadio.com and available on all podcast platforms and at ShiningWizards.com. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at Merch.ShiningWizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and become a Patreon supporter at Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. As always, we thank you for your continued support. And now, enjoy the show. This is J.J. Dillon, the leader of the original Four Horsemen, Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame 2013, WWE Hall of Fame as part of the Four Horsemen 2012, and you're listening to The Shining Wizards. brought it up yeah what are you dicking around buddy no i'm not dicking around i'm on the show 10 seconds and i finally added our guest i'm like you two jack wagons no, no! <laughs> we already talked to her and then we were gonna start the show and then bring her in well why can't she start the show with us she's like, that. she's 10 hours away oh, I mean, this guy just <laughs> fucking shows up and he just runs amok Listen, somebody's got to take charge of this nonsense. I get in here, the guest is in the queue. You guys are, let me talk. You guys are all about nothing but tomfoolery and shenanigans. And our beautiful guest is waiting on us. I can't believe you two. Jazzy, how are you tonight, dear? I'm good. Just let me fix my camera. I'm good. You guys are funny. It's already a lot of fun over here. I'm tired, but now I'm wake up again. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take you out of that. Forgive me. (laughs) Forgive me. Well, we're live. Yes, we're live. Uh, We're live. We're live. Are you sitting on a throne? Yes, I do. And you know what? The cool thing about one throne, I have two of them. Woohoo! Who's the other (laughs) one for? Come on. What was I'm I, I'm getting my ticket tomorrow. I'm gonna be sitting on another throne. What are you crazy? <laughs> it, it's safe for the queen. That's obviously me and the king who has to arrive because I want to get married on February 22. So come on, hurry. We have no time. So my show is on the 20th, and two days later I want to get married. So <laughs> we're not we're not messing around there. <laughs> no messing around. Well, before Tony bombarded the show, bombarded, uh, you mean took over and started the show like the way you're supposed to. I don't know. We already talked to Jazzy and we told her we were going to do an open and then we're going to bring her in. But you're just old chicken fingers over there, just mashing (laughs) buttons. So but now I'm here. So are we saying hello to our viewers or what's going on? We're saying hello to who's ever listening uh, out there. Oh, I got to hit the rant. (laughs) Because Tony was late and I forgot to do that. So we'll do that. They blame me for everything, Jazzy. It's uh, unbelievable. unbelievable. So February 20th, serious uh, wrestling, serious entertainment. No. Ser- serious serious sports entertainment. Sorry. Well, serious <laughs> wrestling is the uh, social media tag for yeah, Instagram. Yeah, true, um, true. 
last time we talked to you, I feel like this was something you were starting to put together. And then, of course, the pandemic happened and screwed everything mm. up for everybody. But we're back. Yeah. And we're back. Yeah. Less than a month, you'll be running your first show. You've been an MMA fighter. You've been a professional wrestler. Now you're wearing the promoter hat. What has that transition <laughs> been like for you? It's crazy. It's so stressful, but I like positive stress. I love it. Um, it's so crazy to be on the other side, you know? Um, yeah. Some things are really frustrating, but some things are really like, wow, I didn't know it was this way. So yeah, it's super interesting. And I can recommend everybody to do the step, take a look behind the scenes and, you know, even as a wrestler, you know, take a look behind the scenes and understand what a promoter goes through. Like there's like one thing that annoys the hell out of me and I don't understand. I did it when I was a wrestler, but it's not common, I guess. Promote the show, like promote the show you are on, you know, go on freaking podcasts or interviews or whatever and tell them that you're on the show because... Why not? You know, we pay you. So why would you not tell all the fans that you're on this particular show, you know, and nobody's really doing this. And I have to, you know, like ask him all the time and ask, can you retweet? Like I'm doing the tweets, please retweet it. But even that, that's too much for some wrestlers. What I don't understand. <laughs> I get, that can be very, I, uh, it's very, fr I understand your frustration. I, I understand. I mean, we do a little podcast and I get annoyed at people, but here you are, you're putting, you know, your money, your money, your time, your energy into this. And, uh, you, you want it to be successful. We want it to be successful because it, more wrestling is, is just better for everybody. And, you know, over there in Germany, I'm sure, uh, they wouldn't, Absolutely. uh, yeah, I want to try to bring something new to the table, you know, because we have already amazing wrestling companies, you know, like, what is special about mine, you know, you can say, you know, but I want to have it special. Like my ring is, for example, not in the middle of the arena, like usual. My ring is on a stage and it's more like a theater. And I'm, I'm curious how the fans will react, you know, if they will clap and boo and cheer and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, and I will have sexy dancers like the Nitro Girls back in WCW, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I will have live music for the entrances. Um, and I have, will have gimmicks, you know, for me personally, gimmicks is really important. So the viewer can get attached to the wrestler, you know. Um, so yeah, I'm really curious how everything will come along. I have little tiny surprises for the people live at the show, but also for the viewers. So I'm really excited. <laughs> now, what is, the, um, what is the <laughs> pandemic situation over there for you? Like, are you guys in lockdown? Oh. Is everyone good? Like, what, what mm -hmm. are the guidelines you have to follow to run a live wrestling show in 2020? Yeah, so everybody tells me not to do it, actually. Oh, and I can understand. Is he all right? <laughs> Hopefully he heard himself. Hello. So, yeah, we have uh, a lot of strict uh, regulation. For example, I'm only allowed to have half of the venue. Like, um, originally, I wanted to have 880 people, but now I'm all, only allowed 440. And guess what? I'm sold out. <laughs> um, but I will, yeah, lose a lot of money. Um, and they all have to wear a mask and they have to be vaccinated or um being healthy again but also they have to have a test so yeah it's not that easy to promote actually and um the new uh variation omnicom 
oh, it's going crazy. Like I have three weeks to go. So I pray that nothing bad will happen. But Omnicon in Germany is going wild. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty we, much uh, the same here too. Yeah. Mm. So uh, are, are you responsible for making sure... I went to I went to uh, the GCW wrestling show last night in the city, and it was the same thing. Wear a mask, show your vaccination card. But once you got inside, nobody gave nobody gave a shit. I'm not sure yeah. about that. Like Germany is really strict, and right. it can happen that police show up. You know, okay. and you know the worst part is I have a lot of friends, like real close friends, like friend. I really want them to see my show. They're not vaccinated and they can normally not be on the show. Um, so that sucks. But that's why I'm going live. Like you guys can watch it from your home in America, in Japan, wherever you want to watch it. And even the people who are not vaccinated <laughs> can watch it from home. What, uh, what platform will it be available? It will be on Fight TV. Oh, that's nice. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I click on the website, but I don't know how to read German. It so. will be soon. Like, this is a little struggle I have. Um, like, it drives me crazy. I don't know. One of you is a graphic designer, right? It drives me crazy how many different files there are. And uh, Fight TV wants a different file, you know, and I don't understand what they need. So I need to ask different people to help me out. So it's a struggle a little bit, but we're getting there. Today, we sent the right file and it will be fine. <laughs> uh, look, that's look. The job of the promoter is not easy, but uh, you're getting mm, it. Yeah, done. yeah. And, and you know what I learned? Like, uh, I don't know how you say in English. Um, you have to use the people, not take advantage of, of them. For example, right. if I have a graphic designer, you know, don't give him all the jobs. Like, give him a specific job and be freaking grateful if you can pay them for now you know like at the beginning of course it's difficult and with the pandemic everyone kind of lost money um so i have like a lot of people with different you know skills and i use them we all work together and they're really grateful and i'm grateful for them so we're creating something amazing so it's not only me thank god you know um so that's really important to use the people but not abuse them when you like i see it many times when i'm at a show you know like somewhere and i see the stuff really really tired and exhausted and they're near crying because they need to do everything and i try not to be that kind of person like i have no idea how i will react if everybody wants something from me or like i am a person if something does not work how i personally want it i can get really mean <laughs> so i i will see like for example what if if some of my matches are not coming you know i worked so hard on the videos and on my ideas and everything if they're not coming i think i will be really frustrated so let's see how this works <laughs> oh, absolutely and look it's completely understandable this isn't like you're showing up to wrestle for somebody else this is your promotion this is your baby absolutely. this is your vision so you yeah. see it a certain way um and it's a it's a very stressful uh, situation. So I completely I mean, I'm I, I'm already good to go, you know, like for me we can start tomorrow. <laughs> there's a there's a fun uh, story. Um like I want my ring golden, you know, like the canvas and the ropes. I want everything golden because that's like that's why I have the thrones because my thing is um you know like royal this theme like i want every show have a different theme you know like this time it's royal next time it will be maybe a japanese theme or maybe a halloween theme you know whatever comes right 
Um, <laughs> so I went to my friend. She is like, uh, like she's sewing things. I don't know how you say it. And I say, here, a 20 meter full of fabrics. Can you do it? And she's like, are you crazy? I have no time for that. Like, you have to do it yourself. So she showed me how to use the machine, right? And today I finished the job. It's not perfect, <laughs> but we got it done. That's awesome. <laughs> as long as the job gets done. So this big right. show, February 20th, from Ballingen. Am I, I'm not even saying this right. I know. Ballingen. I can't, I can't yeah. speak English, and now I'm going to try and pronounce the country <laughs> in Germany. Uh, Ballingen. 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 There you yeah. Go. Perfect. See, I'm the, see, this is why I'm here. <laughs> Stadthalle Ballingen. But you don't have to be there. You have to watch it on Fight TV. That would be amazing. Well, that's but what we, I'm looking forward to. We, and, we and start like Sunday. Like you can watch it from your bed. We start like Sunday. I think your time, it's like 11 or something. Like we start at 5 p.m. So six hours back, right? Yes. Well, we were we were talking last week. Would you be doing this interview from your bed, like the last time we talked to you? <laughs> well, I would, but this time I choose like I don't know. No, the camera is not low enough, but I don't have pants on. A <laughs> <laughs> woman after my own heart. No pants. It's, great. it's, it's late point. already. Come on. <laughs> hey, yeah, it is very late. But look, I like the visual. We got the the, the, the throne. We got the alien eyes going on. Yeah. Tony was here for that conversation. You, you, you what? Okay. Wow. <laughs> did you see what he did to me? I saw. Come on. Be nice. That was to Tony. That wasn't to you, Jazzy. I would never do that. So let's talk about <laughs> some, of the, some of the people that are going to be wrestling for you. We have Tristan Archer, um, Stephanie Mays, uh, John Killinger, which if you're familiar with him, he's been on Impact a couple times. Um, uh, Chris Collin. I'm hoping I'm saying all these names. Do you, right. do you know any of these guys? I'm familiar with a couple of them. Yes. Yeah, Tr Tristan Archer. He was at the Cruiserweight Classics uh, for WWE. Um, John Klinger. Um, he's um, yeah. He's like a huge fan of the Macho Man. So he kind of impersonated it. You know, like instead of madness, he's like badness and his voice and everything. So I'm really curious. Like everybody really loves him in Europe. So he's a really tough. Um, competitive, competitive, whatever. <laughs> Stephanie Mays, uh, she's the next big hope in Germany. She, she's really hardworking. Um, I have Miss Monica from Italy, so I could arrange to bring some people from different countries in it, but it was not that easy because of the corona pandemic and stuff. Um, but yeah, we have some uh, European talents you really have to look out for, um, like. For example, the tag team, um, we call it Schadenfreude. It means something like, uh, English is so difficult. <laughs> it means something like you're happy if someone has misfortune, you know, then, yeah. then you're happy. Um, and they're called like this and and they're really funny they look cool and they're funny and all of my boys I try to go more you know like old school and heavyweight so they're about but yeah again it's German pounds right like it's kilo they're really heavy right um, I have one person who's cruiserweight but the other are really heavy and I'm really looking for my main event it's Joe Legend he was also in WWE and Chris Cohn he's uh, from Austria and he's really really good like all of my talents are really good but I feel they should have a bigger stage and I wish for them 
you know that they get worldwide known because they really deserve it. They work hard and I believe in them and that's why they're on my show. Well, we're excited to check it out. And and if you're mm-hmm. uh, looking to check it out, February 20th, follow uh, Sirius on social media, at Sirius Germany on Twitter, at Sirius Wrestling on Instagram. All the updates are up there. There's some great video packages kind of introducing um, some of the talent on their Instagram page. So definitely check that out. And of course you want to follow Jazzy at Jazzy underscore Gabbert on Twitter and Jazzy Gabbert on Instagram. Uh, you know, her from uh, impact NXT, this show MMA. She's, she's, a, she does it. She's literally uh, a Renaissance woman. She does it all. <laughs> and you know what? Um, in a few months, my first movie comes out. I, I filmed a professional movie last year and I can't wait I have a different, you know, style and I, I like I switch really in a role. And first I was like, can I do it? Like, it's just so weird. But it was amazing. It was professional. And yeah, I can't wait till it's finally in the world. <laughs> what? Uh, OK, what I, I got to ask you. Wait, I got to ask you. And I can't remember the gentleman's mm-hmm. name. Uh, you still in touch with your mus- your the musician guy that you were on tour with? Is that still? Of like, is course. Still- yeah. What is his um, name? I can't I- remember it. Udo Lindenberg. Ah, yes. Yes. <laughs> they called me and I will be on tour with him again this year. Awesome. Like cross fingers, it's going to happen. Yeah, like I don't know if you remember, but the 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 thing was that it was Trump versus Putin. So it was America against Russia. But now Trump is not the president anymore. And I was like, oh, I will not have a job anymore. But they called me and they say, you're getting a different song, but we want wrestling on the show. So, yay. That is awesome. <laughs> Good for you. That's so, yeah. that sounds like so much fun. Yeah, it's slowly getting back up. So it was two really difficult years, um, especially after I left NX UK. I was like, did I do a mistake or not? But now... Everything's cool and it goes back up. So awesome. Yes, everything happens for a reason. Absolutely. And you should never sell your heart. You know, your soul and your heart is most important. Happiness is most important. And if you're not happy, this is not your job, you know, and you should left. Leave. Leave. I don't want to. I don't want to be a bummer here, but if you're looking to get married in less than a month to somebody, it sounds like you're selling your heart, Jazzy. (laughs) <laughs> Come on, it's the last uh, opportunity. There's no three, 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 three. You know, it's the last opportunity to have like a cool number on the, on the marriage. You want two, 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 two. Anyone? Come on. <laughs> it's an open call. <laughs> hey, look, I'm a taken man. I know. But if he wasn't. If I wasn't, if he wasn't. 100%. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> there was luck. Uh, I do a podcast Wednesday nights, uh, and we oh. were talking about our guest this week. Um, and Anthony, who has been a fan for many years, he said, oh, you got to listen, because Matt is smitten with Jazzy. Uh, and it goes all the way back, because you were the first interview I ever did where the other the people that where you wanted to cam up and look at me. Uh, and it was, <laughs> it was weird. But it was good. It was great. And then I was supposed to get chopped at CZW. Thankfully, I didn't. <laughs> that was a funny time. Yeah, the hole in the wall and everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt's and- used to go into places with holes in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. Shh. That's another podcast. 
I got my own bell, dickhead. <laughs> Jazzy, last time we talked to you, did we have the neck tattoo? Because that looks like it hurt like a son bitch. It did hurt. Like I wanted to have something here, everyone freak. Like I have uh, a ear tattoo, and it didn't hurt at all. So I was like, e easy. So I had like crazy ideas, but oof, just hurts like hell. And I hate people who use the numbing cream. Like there's something. First of all, it doesn't really work. It still hurts, right? Um, but I hate it. Like you have to earn your tattoo. And exactly. So I earned it. <laughs> oh, you did. That looks like a painful tattoo. But you know which was the most painful? I can't show you. It's like kind of private. But because you have no pants on, we know. No more up. <laughs> like uh, right between here. your my wife has yeah. one on her uh, on her sternum. I have one on my sternum too. How was it? It was okay. It's not giant. It was just it's the only black and white tattoo I have on me. It it was the first time I need to hold someone's hand. Like that was crazy. And his hand was nearly broken. He was like, Can you please let go now? <laughs> so after three hours we're already done. Like, can you please go? <laughs> the worst is when they when they start and then they they go they do a bunch of stuff and then you're like oh finally and then he's like no well, I gotta go back to where I started now and I'm like you son of a bitch no I hate when they wipe it that's the worst <laughs> I don't I don't like when they go back because once they start and they do it and then I get like big tattoos I know you've you're very, you have a lot of big tattoos and then they have to go back like they're just doing mm -hmm. the outline and the coloring and then they wipe but, it and then you look but and did you did you heard what happened in, in Europe with the tattoos and everything no they banned the color tattoos they banned colored you know the, the the color from the tattoos they said from January 1st you cannot use blue and red and green and yellow so only black why and everyone went like crazy um so, yeah, most people don't know what to do now, <laughs> but it's what? only in Europe. So, for example, if you go like for the EU, you know, if you go to Switzerland, which is next to Germany and only one hour from my hometown, you can have a full color tattoo. You know, like, it makes no sense. Or if I fly to America, I can have a color tattoo again, but not in Germany or France or Spain and all the EU, you know. Did they? Was there a reason why they did that? Did, like, yeah, what? because I said it's poison. <laughs> okay, so so black ink is not poison, but all the well, there's some, you know, like there's some stuff in it that is apparently poison. I mean, look at me. I mean, I don't know if I'm healthy, but I took it like twenty years. I I'm tattooing now, and I guess I'm fine. So who knows? No, no, you're good. There's no poison in it. Yeah, if there is, don't you suck out all the poison in Europe? I like sucking all the poison out. Yeah, Jazz but now I have to come back to America. But I have to come back anyway. But most of all, because I want a colorful tattoo on my back. All right. Of what? Ooh, I have already idea, but the money is tight. But I want the whole alien universe. I want an alien on my back and the universe. And I want, like, the pyramids and... Well, that's another story, but I will tell you. Maybe we make it switch it a little bit up. It's not just a wrestling podcast, guy. You ever heard about Anunnaki? I'm sorry, what? Anunnaki. Never heard about it. It's a story. So there, there's like two stories how human came here, right? Like there's the the Big Bang, which right. is also my show called the Big Bang, uh, and there's the theory of God created Adam and Eve, right? 
but there's also another story, the third one, which is not as popular, but I believe in it, um, that the aliens came here, they created everything, and, you know, they built the pyramids, for example, and then one day they decided they need some slaves, and they created mankind, and that's how humans came to Earth, and then one day the uh, alien thought, we don't need this word anymore, and then they left, and we're still here. <laughs> It could be. <laughs> Fast. I'm looking. I found it on Wikipedia. I'm looking at it right now. And uh, you're Wikipedia. like, what is she talking about? Is she crazy? I yes, I am. <laughs> do you believe in aliens? I do. Have you ever? I do it? believe in aliens. I never saw one. I want to see one, but I believe in because we would be really ignorant if you think that we are alone in this universe. The galaxy is so huge, you know. No, I agree. It's like the ocean. Like, and yeah, you, you watch all those documentaries. It's like there's like animals that are in the ocean that you've never mm -hmm. seen before because they're like thousands, you're miles, thousands of miles out, and then miles deep. Who's going down yeah. out there? What are you? Out of your they mind? say that we are more advanced and you know, like looking at the stars and the universe instead of going down to the bottom of the sea, you know. They say we know more about the universe than we know about the ocean. Yeah, because there's monsters that live at the bottom of the ocean. Exactly. I don't like well, aliens are up there. So yeah, which is more scary? <laughs> the monsters in the ocean, because you can't see, like the aliens, you could see them coming if they arrive. Those monsters, if you're in the water, you're done. You're done. Yeah, you fall off a you fall off a cruise ship or a boat in the middle of nowhere, nobody's finding you. The monsters are going to find you, but no no other human's going to find you. Fuck <laughs> that. I'd Woo. rather take an anal probe from an alien than encounter a sea monster in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I ain't coming back from that. No, no way. No way. Something with a bunch of tentacles and like five rows of fangs. No, thank you. Not yeah, and for it's me. like transparent and it, it eats its own legs and it still survives. Something weird that doesn't make yeah. any sense. Like no a thanks. lobster with like like a mushy head or something like that, you know, like with claws and like fangs. No. This goes way out of hand. Like, come no. on, guys. <laughs> so we roll. We're way out of hand. Let me ask you, Jazzy. On February 20th, I know you're wearing the promoter hat are you wrestling as well unfortunately not i'm injured i i injured my shoulder and it sucks big time <laughs> well that's what happens when the queen has to carry around everybody <laughs> i know and you know how it happened like one year we cannot train we're not allowed to because it's like one-on-one -on -one contact and corona and pandemic stupid and then finally we're open again. Jazzy runs to the ring. She jumps down, wanted to fly on a boy, and bang, my shoulders out. Ooh. Ripped. Uh -oh. And then 10 months I was walking around with that one. And I was thinking it will be all right, but no. And then I go to doctor 10 months later with big pain. And he said, you need surgery ASAP. And Ooh. then I went. And 10 months. Ugh. Yeah, right? I'm crazy. Yeah, but but the pain was okay. One. I had worse pain before, so the pain was okay. Yeah, but sometimes <laughs> sometimes it's just that annoying pain that wound it always winds up being the more serious injury. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I mean, actually, this happened with the neck back in the days. I always thought it's like a pinched nerve, right? And I was like always like, ugh, ugh. And I asked like people if they can, you know, like 
crack me. Like, I don't know how you say, like, you know, like, dude, it cracks yeah, yeah, yeah. me. Yeah, crack your back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, it, they found out it's a herniated disc, three of oh. them. And I'm like, oh. yeah, crazy. <laughs> That's rough. And it's like, I here, see, crack yeah. my back. And the next thing you know, your your spine is like in a different different direction. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm going through your Twitter, just kind of catching up and seeing what's going on here. Uh, oh, you have to go on Instagram. Twitter is lame for me. You know, like I don't use Twitter so often because you know what? I find it kind of weird. If, for example, I write you, I love you, Matt, right? And oh, then right. 10 other people write, I love you too, Jazzy. Like, no, I but I only love Matt. Like, why would you, you know, come into right. my conversation with this person? Yeah. <laughs> don't get, don't get all, uh, don't get it twisted, people. She loves me. Yeah, yep. don't get it twisted. Well, you have it on your Instagram and you have it on your Twitter. It looks like you're getting a little press in the in the newspapers over there in Germany. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how I do it, but it's got it's wild. Like I love promoting and <laughs> you know, I said the other day to a friend of mine, like he runs a promotion since 6 years and I went on his Instagram and I saw his followers. And then I was like, "Hmm, that's not a lot. And I went on my social media, like on my uh, Instagram from Zerius. I mean, we didn't even promote, but I already have more followers than him. And I was like, how is this even happening? And he's like, yeah, you're a promoting machine. <laughs> I love promoting. I love marketing. I love, I don't know, social media, you know, like working with this. And the newspapers, they come all the time here, ask me for interviews. And I had a recent one and I didn't say a lot of small things. So whatever. So I love that. Like, even if it's bad, it's good publicity, you know. Any press is good press. Absolutely. And is I have a little dog now since last time we spoke. I have a little <laughs> tiny dog. Just going to ask you. I was going to. So was I. Do your dog also has pink hair? Yes. <laughs> What's your dog's name? A Lucy. Lucy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's from the movie Lucy. Did you ever saw it? The 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 one who that Lucy is the first name from the world. Like you know, like the first ape was called Lucy. You have to watch it. The movie. It's really the movie cool. Is called Lucy. It's yeah. Lucy. It's the, the best movie ever. And it's about the first ape. It's about a woman who, by mistake, took too much drugs and because of the drug like do you know that you people use only four percent of the brain activity and with this drugs she's able to use them all you know like hundred percent and so they they show from from whatever four to twenty to thirty you know what happens to her and it's really interesting i mean it's science fiction but it's still interesting and maybe it is like it, this you know Sorry, I know you can't see because yeah, you're alienizing. I got cat butt in my face right now. Come on. Yeah, I only I saw something. I was like, is this the dog? Is it the cat? That's the cat. It's a Scarlett Johansson movie. Yes. Lucy. Yes. Came out in 2014. It's an action sci-fi. Yeah, but still watch it. It's old but gold. All right, old but gold. I like that. I'm gonna start using that. <laughs> I'm old but gold. No, not you. The movie. What do you mean, not me? Come on, man. No, Matt's just old. I'm gold. Uh, maybe bronze. You know, who's, you know oh. who's really old? Like, there's one person I kind of want to be, and I just say it, whatever. I want to be with Jim Carrey. Like, he is my 
secret crush. Not anymore because it's really? not secret anymore. Right. And he turned 60. I didn't yeah. know. I thought oh, he's, he's old, like yeah. No, he's been I thought he's like 28, like me. What? <laughs> Gary's been I'm not 28. He ain't 28. Is no, it because he's not. funny? Let me tell you something. <laughs> so, yeah, please tag him so he sees me. And then maybe he asks me for a dinner. And maybe we can get married on February 22. Oh, gosh. <laughs> You're really rushing into this February 22nd thing. <laughs> Going all in on this thing. <laughs> so fight. But yeah, my, my, my dog it, called Lucy and it's a teddy Yorkshire. And <laughs> you know what? The other day I had a security job and but the guy they called me like last minute. So I asked him if I can bring my dog with me, and they're like, sure, but I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> so I'm in my whole security outfit, right? But I have like a, a cap on, so not too much pink hair, so I don't look cute at all. I look like tough and bad, you know. And then <laughs> from the, the leash from the dog, it was like far, like Lucy was like over there, and I, I walk like this and and then my little tiny dog follows, and they were like all looking at it, like you're not, you're kidding, right? <laughs> so they expected like a way bigger dog. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a cute little dog. Come on now. Yeah, I can take her on flights and to wrestling shows, and always have her with me. So it's perfect size. Awesome. Well, that is adorable. Uh, so Fight TV, February twentieth, uh, serious entertainment. Serious sports entertainment. Come on, dude. Really? Come on, really, Matt. Come on, yeah, you can Matt. do better than that. Yeah, yeah. Come on, say it one more time. Serious sports entertainment at Serious Germany on Twitter, at Serious Wrestling on Instagram. Follow for all the updates. I like the uh, artwork. I like all the little cartoon characters. It's different, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's very yeah, different. I, I, Get, look, we got to get these followers up, people. Go over there. You're following Sirius. You're following Jazzy. Let's go support this uh, wonderful Renaissance woman, and let's help make <laughs> the show super successful. I'm excited for this. Is the commentary going to be in German or English? It's in English. Oh, my God. I didn't announce it. Do you want me to exclusively announce it on your show who the commentary will be? Oh, oh yeah, we do. Awesome. What are you? Absolutely. Look at it. We get a we get a you do. I mean, I don't know if they are right with it, but I will do it. I will you're, do it. It will be it will be El Snow Ooh. and Katharina Waters. Whoa! What? That's there awesome. Will be the commentary That's for huge. Fight TV. That is huge. That is amazing. Water. That is fantastic. Dude, I'm going big time. This show, it's going to be crazy awesome. It's not just wrestling, it's sports entertainment. <laughs> what made you decide to use go with sports entertainment versus wrestling? Um, because in Germany, wrestling have a bad reputation. They always say fake, 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 and they don't give it a chance. For example, when I asked um, the venue, um, the venue is like a uh, culture, you know, like the, there is no sport. Like it's, it's unique that I can go there. So when I said like my, my email is German wrestling, you know, so you can see it, but I, 
I wrote them and I said, hey, I have a sports show I want to produce there. And they said, oh, no, we don't want wrestling here. And I'm like, please hear me out. And then I sold it as a musical, you know. So it's a wrestling show, but it's also a musical. And when I talked to the newspapers, they don't want to use the word wrestling and they, they make it bad, you know, or sound bad. And they always ask, it's fake, right? But if I from, like, I open the door and say, hey, it's sports entertainment, then Everything is clear, you know, and it seems like we want to, you mock the fans or something. No, we are open with it. Wrestling is determined, you know, like we have a great entertaining show. So come on, guys, give it a chance. That's why I used it. Oh, fantastic. And you want to know why I used the word serious? Do you know, Sirius is the brightest star in the universe. The eye in the sky. And who's calling their fans the universe? Uh, it makes all sense (laughs) oh you said that this is you sold out already i mean it's not i sold out yeah i'm sorry no tickets left i mean i i wanted to sell 880 but now it's only 440 but yet it's a great number right it's a great number we get now we have to make up the difference on our end on fight tv is it gonna be like German shekels, or do I have to pay American dollars for this? Um, maybe shekels. What is the <laughs> what is the monetary unit in German? Do they have some kind of euro. Yeah, euro. euro, you dumbass. <laughs> she just said it, she it can't was... get a tattoo with color in it because she's part of the EU, and you're like, oh, what shekels? I'm not a well-traveled individual. My apologies. <laughs> uh, whenever you feel lonely, you come to Germany. Okay. There you go. <laughs> The throne is to her left, dude, or to her, yeah, to her left. To her left. Come on. <laughs> now, so serious uh, sports entertainment, this is a big, big thing for you. Um, mm-hmm. And it's super late. It's like one o'clock in the morning over there in Germany. Um, and you the don't fans, have pants on. And there's no pants. Um, <laughs> the fans. How do you know? <laughs> you said Bird told me. <laughs> um for the fans listening um, and that are going to listen to the podcast because it is available, downloadable, uh, downloadable. I sound like an asshole. Um, ha- what what about Sirius is going to draw them in? What's going to be um, something they need to tune in for? Yeah, again, it's a, a different show. You know, it's going to be sports entertainment. It's going to be have live music, heavy metal music. It's going to have live dancers, sexy dancers, um, great European talents. And I mean, if you don't, if you're not, you know, like happy with the card or whatever, you know, just do it for me, please. Like if you like me just a tiny bit and you want me to succeed, please tune in. And give me a chance. Like, this is all I'm asking. You know, this is my first show. This is my new chapter in life. And I need all of your love and your money. (laughs) So it would be great if you tune in. And I will, you know, try to become better and better and book more. Like, not more, because this talent I have already, they're great. Like, believe me, even if you don't heard about them, maybe that's also, like, something special because you always see the same talents. This time you see someone different, and maybe they can really surprise you. And I'm sure they will. So please give me a chance. Give Zerius Sports Entertainment a chance. And give yourself a chance to enjoy something great. I'm excited for it. It'll be – I'll mark it on my calendar. 
all over cool. Fight cool. TV. I'll be a, maybe I'll even live tweet. What day of the week is the 20th? Oh, yeah. It's a Sunday. 11 a.m. or something. Sunday, Sunday in Germany or Sunday in America? Yeah, it's a Sunday here, but it's going to be like 11 a.m. for us. So All right. Yeah. It's great. Ooh, a yeah. little afternoon tweeting, maybe a little afternoon streaming. You know, amazing. Yeah, awesome. I'm not. If I'm not working, I will live tweet. And if I am, working, I will call your boss. You have don't have to work. The German lady said so. Yeah. <laughs> well, if I don't watch it live, I'll still I'll still tweet it when I watch it because we got to keep the ball rolling. Absolutely. Yeah. What kind, of, what kind of hashtags are we using for this thing? That's a good question, but I think I'm going with serious de for German. Because otherwise it would be too long, right? What's D? Serious Germany. Like D-E, German. D-E, yeah. like Deutschland. Yeah. Oh, holy cow, dude. Sorry. <laughs> what? Really? <laughs> Matt, come on. <laughs> He's just pretending, right? No. <laughs> Did oh. you like oh. make like you're the one who's always late and he's like the one who's always dumb? Like what's, <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> I mean... I mean, if you listen every week, you would know that I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah, Which is horrifying. Today, but... I, I am the brains behind the project, so. <laughs> yep. <laughs> horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot see the disappointment in your face. I'm sorry. These <laughs> these eyes are not made for that. <laughs> how, long, now, how long does it take for you to take them out and put them in? A second. That's it. Mm -hmm. But I need to get used to them. Like my original plan is to get them actually tattooed. I want to yeah. have these kind of eyes. Um, but right now it's not possible because it's a pandemic and I need to go to a different country to do it. But it's it's my dream. I want to do it. I want to tattoo your, them for real. Your dream is to have your eyes tattooed black? Oh, yeah. I mean, it looks so cool. And I want it forever. <laughs> I mean, you're having problems seeing now. Huh? I don't know, man. You're going to let someone put a fucking tattoo needle in your eyeball. That's crazy. I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, more power to you. I would never. I can't even. Thank God I don't need uh, contacts. I could never stick my finger in my eye. Not ever. Yeah, because he's always got it up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I don't know if you know, I had a piercing right here, but it always fell out. And now I have another idea, but I have to wait also like two more months because I just recently had this piercing, but it came out again. But now I want to have a magnet into it, like into the skin. I'm going to implant a magnet so I can have like the piercing just stick on, you know? And you can also <laughs> put your shopping list on your forehead. Yeah. Or like a fog or something. Or if you're sitting at your desk and the paper clips just start flying at your face. Great. <laughs> you are literally going to turn yourself into an alien. Mm -hmm. I want to have the ears too, but I already checked how much it is. It's crazy. No, I don't do. You're talking about those like those big hoops like inside. Oh, no, no, I hate them. No, like the elf ears. Like Spock. Yeah, no, like, like a pixie ears. or something like that. Come on, mm -hmm. really? Come on, yeah. I want to turn <laughs> into a character. <laughs> I mean, Jazz, you're doing a, yeah. you're you're definitely a character. It's interesting. <laughs> There's so many new things. Now we announced El Snow and Katarina Ward is we announced that I want to go <laughs> all this crazy and that and we you also are. 
that you did all the tailoring for the uh, for the ring apron and the decorations. Yeah, the right. Stuff. Yeah, we have a lot of news here. So crazy. I hope a lot of people watch this and enjoy this. And yeah. Well, we will definitely be watching. I think I think a lot of people will support uh, this fantastic. Um, Endeavor, Endeavor that you're going on, this brand new wrestling promotion, Serious Sports Entertainment, February 20th. Follow them on social media at Serious Germany on Twitter, at Serious Wrestling on Instagram. Al Snow, Katarina Waters doing color commentary, Jazzy running the show. And I mean, look. And I will be on stage with an alien outfit. So if, there you go. <laughs> if you've learned anything from this podcast, it's check out Sirius Sports Entertainment. And Jazzy's literally going to shoot for the moon. It'll probably be unlike anything you've ever seen before in wrestling. And that's not a bad thing. As my friend GDP says, that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> Jazzy, before we let you go, I know it's super late over there. Uh, is there anything else you want to leave with the fans, the people listening? Um, for us, anything you want to say before we let you go off to Never Never Land? Yes, yes, yes. A, a big, big thank you. Like, for real. I mean, and when I contacted you, you were like, you're like, of course, sure, we're doing this. And here I am. So I'm so thankful. And also, like, all the fans, you know, supporting me through the pandemic, even nothing went really special on there. So really, I'm grateful. And I want to show you guys. And that's why I work so hard. I work so hard for all of us, you know, so we can have more fun with the wrestling community because we're a big freaking family. We're some you know, bad arms and stuff like we don't like, but come on, we're still sitting at the same table in the same room and we just have the love for the same freaking thing and we should make the best out of it. And I'm so grateful that you guys are here and thank you so much for watching and you guys for interviewing me. Well, Jazzy, we're grateful for your friendship. Of course, anytime you want to come back on, just reach out. We're not going to say no to you. We will make time for you. Uh, you've been 100%. with us since day one. So you have and our... soon I fly to America, and then you get this chop. Yes. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'll take, you know what? I'll take one, too. We're both there. Okay. Fine. Yes. <laughs> Come on. Deal. Come on. Come on. What? All right. Uh, look, as long as I'm not the only one getting the shit beat out of me. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go first, though, just in case she's a little off, and then she can correct it when she gets to you. <laughs> All right. Deal. Deal. <laughs> Deal. Follow Jazzy <laughs> on Twitter at Jazzy underscore Gabbard, Jazzy Gabbard on Instagram, and then Sirius Sports Entertainment, February 20th. Follow them on social media at Sirius Germany on Twitter, at Sirius Wrestling on Instagram, Fight TV, Al yep. Snow, Katarina Waters, Jazzy running the show. There's a couple names you're familiar with. There's some surprises. There's going to be sex. It's like Lucha Vavum in Germany. Yes. And I'm, I'm excited to check it out, Jazzy. Please Can't wait. Get some rest. Anytime you, you want to come back on after the show, you want to promote 100%. your next show. I hope this is super successful and we have another show to promote in a couple months and you can join us again with your alien eyes and your pointy ears and whatever other, <laughs> whatever. I don't know. You're sitting on a UFO next time. I don't know what you're doing over there, but I'm in. All right. <laughs> See you next time. Sounds Thank you, Jazzy. Bye. Thank you so much. Be well. Bye. <laughs> All Jazzy. right, she's such a delight. Oh my goodness! Ah, uh, she's fantastic. I can't believe it's like one thirty in the morning over there, and she's she's uh crushing it with us. So, and she's talking to us. Yeah, man, I'm gonna uh, <laughs> gonna help her get out of here because she said she can't see. <laughs> what? You missed it. You weren't here before, Tony. She was like, "I'm sorry if I have these alien eyes in," and uh, 
Oh, she got rid of it. She said, uh, I have these alien eyes and I can't see if you guys hold something up or something. And I was like, no, we're not going to hold anything up. And we had like a whole pre-show conversation with her. I was like, all right, we're going to start the show because Tony's not here. Thank God you showed up because Kevin's not here now. Yeah. It's funny. How, how are you? Work out, huh? I'm running ragged, of course, as usual on a Monday night, which is why I was late. But uh, all things considered, I'm uh, right now, this moment, I'm doing fantastic. This moment, right now. You're and an hour ago, if you would have asked me how I was doing, maybe a different story. I'm not talking about anything. I'm just saying maybe it would have been a little different. You said but now we're A-OK, easy peasy. Um, look, look, Kevin's not here. I don't know if Kevin's coming back. Uh, I know. Let's just jump right into it. You had quite a weekend, did you not? Or quite oh. a Sunday anyway. I had a great time yesterday. First, I want to give a shout out to a couple of folks. Go for uh, it. Rail, rail them all off. Roll, I want to sh- first. I want to shout out shout out to Milwaukee Tom for setting it up. Um, he he wanted to get uh, Ooh, he fucking not up, McFoley. <laughs> he set up this. Uh, he set up. Um, you know, he was coming out for GCW. He touched base with William Mercier. Uh, things kind of, he had a couple friends who were supposed to come with him. They kind of fell through, but then he ended up picking up, uh, David Henry Bauer, the third and Rob from the bullet club. So, uh, no shit. Really? Yeah. So they, uh, you know, Tom, Tom kind of orchestrated everything. And then I was just like, just tell me where, uh, we need to be. And I'll make sure that, you know, our crew gets there. So, um, we had a very white girl afternoon yesterday, me, Kate and Anthony. She, uh, she took us to, we, we had reservations at some Mexican restaurant in the city for tapas. Oh, nice. Oh, it was delightful. And then Kate was quick to point out that, you know, they were still serving brunch because, you know, that's what you get at a tapas place. Brunch? I don't fucking know. But we didn't have. Well, she's she's white girl, so yeah, she knows girl. where all the mimosas are and all that shit. You yeah, know. yeah. But the food was delicious. We had a couple afternoon cocktails. Then we uh, we decided on a bar to meet up that was close to Tom's Hotel, close to the venue. So we walked over to there. Uh, Danny Rusinello and his uh, his friend Michael met us there, and then Milwaukee Tom and Company showed up. Oh shit! Uh, the, was, the, the AOP was in the house too, huh? AOP was there. Finally got to meet William Mercier Jr., David Henry Bauer the uh, third. Fucking awesome! Great to meet them. Put a face to the name. They're both in the the Discord, so that was awesome. Um, I still will not get comfortable with people like putting over the podcast like the soundboard's awesome you guys are awesome I, i'm still oh, wait, like the soundboard the soundboard's awesome hold on we gotta i gotta pull it up okay keep going uh so that was fun uh we did some ball busting on the walk over to uh to the hammerstein for the gcw show we got a nice group picture i saw uh and then uh we were in for the show how was the show <sighs> all right Oh, here so, we go. No, no. It, the show was the show was not bad. Okay, but it was better because you were with your crew. No? I but I mean, come on. You know when you go to a show, everybody's there to have a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So look, you've already got a, that feeling like we're going to enjoy ourselves, you know. Look, the, the vibe there was awesome. It was GCW, live pay-per-view, Hammerstein Ballroom. The place was fucking sold out. Um it's it's like I, I can relate this to you because you were there. Uh, it's ECW in 2022. Okay, that's what it is. I unfortunately am not 
Matt ECW when I was 20 years old. I'm 40 now. Well, it's um, probably better. Probably better yeah, off. Yeah. But uh, like the vibe was awesome. They have a diehard um, fan base there. GCW faithful. Um, and it was like an ECW pay-per-view. They And I under, I understand. It was their first pay-per-view. They want to make sure everyone who's been there putting in the blood, the sweat, and the tears gets a moment and they're on the show. Um, and it was, it was, I'll tell you where it soured for me. Okay. Um, the card was stacked and there was a lot of great stories going into it and, and, and bless GCW. They did a great job with the using social media, telling the stories, Janela, Cardona, uh, Ruby Soho, Ali catch Effie, Jeff Jarrett. It fucking went off the rails during the Matt Cardona, Joey Janela match. Okay. How far down the, how far into the show was that? It was probably, so we got the battle Royal to start the, the pre-show, which was a battle Royal. It was a lot of fun, but we got like Lufisto Thunder Rosa was in it. Okay. Uh, it, you know, it was fun. Brandon Kirk was in it. Uh, Kyle, the beast, a lot of, a lot of past guests of the shining was wrestling podcast. Um, and then there was the scramble match. Uh, and they kind of changed things up, and I was not on my phone uh, going to the venue. So I did not know that Gresham had COVID or was in COVID protocol uh, and that they took Leo Rush out of the um, of the match. And I completely forgot that it was supposed to be Eddie Kingston against AJ Gray, but Eddie Kingston is hurt. So they put um, AJ Gray in the scramble or in the ladder match to open the show. But the scramble was good. Um, there was a lot of like, holy shit moments. Like, why the fuck are they doing this? But in a good way, uh, the show kicked off with the ladder match. They brought out AJ gray, uh, and he wasn't advertised to be in the show, but, uh, because I guess there was no Eddie Kingston match. He was there and they did some crazy shit and he fucking fell off of a ladder. I thought he was dead. Um, and then from there, what was after that? Sorry, take your time, man. We 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 got. Oh, like, the six know. man was fucking bonkers, dude. Really, out of control. Team Bandito against Team Gringo Loco was fucking nuts. And at one point, though, you heard on the house mic, the guy, t- the the announcer, tell the referee, tell them to go home because they were running long. They, they said this over the over the PA. I don't think they meant for it to be <laughs> over the PA, but it caught. <laughs> Um, Gresham wasn't there. So you ended up with, uh, Christian Blake against, um, Leo rush, which was a fucking awesome match. Oh, you mean new newly free agented for the 17th time in the past six months, Leo rush. I can't even follow the free agent nonsense. Um, (laughs) um, and then, and then it was, was there anything in between that? I'm trying to think. Uh, let me let me see so. if I could yeah let me see if I could help pull up whatever it was maybe I can help you out a bit. Uh, bu- 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 Kurt Hawkins was there. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, okay. so I'll, I'll get to so. Oh, all right. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to help. Ali catch Ruby Soho. Yeah, that was later. That was later in the night. Okay. So after t- after Gresham, not at, after Blake and Leo Rush, it was Cardona and Janela. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Story is fan- the fucking story is fantastic. Cardona comes, his entrance music was the opening to enter Sandman, and then with his own music. So people are like 
looking around Hammerstein Ballroom, and then you like hear it turn into like always ready type of rap like deal. So like instant heat. Dude was fucking hated. The car if Cardona wins, we riot sign was there. Like great shit. Great yeah. shit. In the match, there's a spot where Chelsea kicks Cardona in the balls. Why? And we're like, holy shit, this is awesome. And then she's like kind of playing up to Joey, like go up to the top rope, jump off. And then she hits the ropes and he crotches himself. And then it Cardona reveals that he has a cup on. It's like, oh, okay, great. This is where it goes off the rail for me. Okay. Right? Way too much fucking inside baseball, major wrestling podcast bullshit. Swaggles under the ring. Some big fat guy is there. No, I don't know who any of these people are. Maybe that's my own fault because I'm not a GCW guy. No idea. Swaggles there. Uh, some big fat guys there. Marco Stunt showed up and I lost my fucking mind. Oh, uh, the please tell me you jumped the rail. I fucking jumped in the me. ring. Fuck. Um, uh, Marco Stunt, Swaggle. The Brian Myers thing was cool because it's like an ECW thing. He comes out like Rick Rude with the fucking helmet on. Um, Edge. Well, throwback to Hammerstein, Rick Rude, with uh, with barely legal. It's a new year, Shane Douglas. <laughs> it's a it's a throwback to One Night Stand too. Great, thanks, thanks for joining us. So, <laughs> sorry. So then, fucking X Pac comes out to make this. Well, Cardona, Cardona wins. I I think I picked like, Cardona. <laughs> it was it was just like. It was like an ECW pay-per-view. Like, it was good, and then, like, all this extra shit, and I was like, ugh, like... Was it like watching the bad crew? <laughs> and and Kevin, ironically enough, our seats were where we stand for when we would go to Hammerstein. Oh, nice. Like, they, they put as many seats as possible in the venue. So we were the last row. I didn't sit once all night. I stood for the whole show. Um so it was that, and then the Mance Warner thing. They Oh, and Virgil. The fucking Mark Sterling comes out. Thanks, Mossbach. Mark, Smart Mark comes out, and he's like, you should have read the contract. You're not allowed to use the belt, Joey Janela. If you, use the, if you hit him with the belt, you're disqualified. But we could use the belt. And fucking Vince's music plays, and someone comes out with a fucking Vince McMahon mask on. They take the mask off, and it's fucking Virgil. But he just like stands there, and then they usher him back to Olive Garden or whatever. All right. Uh, look, not so we go from this where I'm like, uh, I get it, I get that we're gonna continue. Like now we're gonna get Xbox and Joey, Xbox and Joey against Cardona and Myers. Right. Wait, I the same it. night? No, like going forward. Oh, okay. All right. We're moving. It's just there. Was, it was just so much. It was like a fucking ECW match with like. Tons of interference and whatever. So from there, we go. Mance Warner's back. Yay, everyone's happy. Yay, Mance Warner, yay. Right? Awesome. Awesome to see old Mancer. He comes out. He gets the microphone. He starts to cut a promo. Here comes this Adius Coger kid who was put doing these promos on, on Fuck GCW. I'm not on the pay-per-view. He comes out with his Ohio, his the fucking killers, Gregory Irons in it, uh, whatever. Oh, they, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they yeah. jump Mance, and the fucking lights go out. Oh, boy. And who shows up? Fucking Sabu! 
You mean you weren't happy? This is like he's oh, no, I wasn't happy. I don't give a shit about Sabu. It's was Sabu, Fonzie, Matthew Justice. Fonzie was there? And then, like, they beat this up some amazing. dude. They beat up some dude, and Fonzie counted three. And I guess that was a match. I have no fucking idea. Daddy, I caught it right down the middle, Daddy. Pretty good, like, Fonzie. What? I wish what I had a fucking this? whistle. Um, Yeah. I don't know, man. The, like, th- those two things back-to-back were just... It was a. It felt like an ECW show, and that's not a bad thing. Do you think? Do you think if they would have cut some of the fat here, they wouldn't have like been so rushed? Because I've been reading a lot. Like the show, kind of like at this point, was just move it along, move it along, move it along. Well, look, I mean, I don't know what the time. I know the main event ended early. You think? You think first time out just completely overbooked? Probably could. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's over. But look, I I've never run a wrestling show. I don't know what it's like to deal with paper. They did a great job. For me, it's not my cup of tea. I won't go to another GCW show. Okay. It's just, it's not, my, I want them to be successful. I want them to be the fucking number three, the number two company in the world. I really wish them the best. They put on a good product. It's just not for me. Gotcha. No, it's fair. I don't watch GCW, right? So, so Ali Catch and Ruby Soho was great. They had a great match. Moxley and Homicide was great. Moxley okay. looks amazing, by the way. Okay. He looks like a completely different fucking person. Okay. They finish with the Briscoes against against the mystery tag team. Okay. And and I we had been talking all night, right? And I was like, there's no the Tony Khan does not let Briscoe's FTR happen anywhere but AEW. Well, did he? Uh, yes. Oh! No, he oh! didn't let it happen. Of course he didn't let it happen. Oh, then why'd you say yes? I was fucking with you. You're a dick. Because you just pulled up the Wikipedia. I'm sure you can see it. I didn't pull up the Wikipedia. I was looking through our text messages to try to put it back together. So I have no idea who won these matches. I honestly Okay, I'll, we'll, we'll go through that, too. Oh, Picked boy. Right where I left off in 2021, I'll tell you that. <laughs> um... <laughs> It's, uh, Separate Ways by Journey plays. Oh, Christ, really? And here comes Matt Tremont. I know not. Danny looked right at me. Danny Rosanelli, who's like, it's Tremont and Gage. And I was like, all right, whatever. I'm like, <laughs> to what? I don't, I don't care. <laughs> Maybe to Jazzy if she plays her cards right. <laughs> right? I was like, I, I, I don't care. But whatever. Because um, I don't know. Like, I don't know the history of GCW, right? Matt Tremont comes out and gets a good pop. I know a lot of people don't don't like Nick Gage. They don't get it. You have to be there live. Like, oh no, he came I out. I, he was Tremont's tag team partner, bro. The place went. F- it was the fucking loudest I've ever heard the Hammerstein Ballroom. Wait, wait, wait. So it was the Briscoes versus Tremont and Gage. Yes. Oh my god. Because I what guess you Tremont and Gage at some point were a tag team. What 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 did you think of this? What did I think of what? The the match like the, the, <laughs> match, was dog, like, the match was dog shit. And <laughs> I, if you're looking at Wikipedia, it couldn't have I'm gone not. more. Than, no, I'm. If you are, if you pull, it couldn't have gone more than six minutes, dude. I, now I got to look this up because you keep telling me to look up Wikipedia. <laughs> well, I don't know how long it was, but it it, it wasn't long. Well, 
dude, the Nick Gage entrance is otherworldly, dude. I don't all right, get all right, it. All right, all right. Kevin, you have no idea because you weren't there. Matt probably has a better idea. Who wants to who wants to guess at times? I mean, I have no reference point at all in this whatsoever. That's so okay. Just just for shits and giggles. If Matt says it was short, I'll go nine minutes. Matt, what do you think? I think it was like five minutes. Five minutes and twenty-eight seconds. All right. And you have new GCW tag champs. So Holy shit. Again. Holy shit. He, he he might be the most over wrestler in the all of wrestling business. Nikki, it was wait, 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 wait. In the in all the wrestling business. Come on. Dude. Right now, dude, Holy I'm telling Tony. I don't I don't get it. I don't fuck I don't get it at all. I told you have you have to see it to you have to go to a show and be there. I think in that in that bubble, in that atmosphere, in that GCW vacuum, he might seem like he's the most over wrestler in the world. Dude. But he's I, he goes to any other show. I mean, I granted he did have a, a stop in AEW, which was okay. But yeah, I'm but telling, did he get that reaction in AEW? I don't. Think when he, he is did. in GCW, the pop he gets is bigger than anyone in any other company. Is bigger than uh, yeah. Fucking Arthur. I don't doubt that. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Bigger than the Sandman in ECW? Dude, yes. <sighs> I don't believe it. Dude. Is it? I think also because he had a little time off, too. So it was like the biggest surprise that GCW faithful could possibly get is that Nick Gage hasn't been around. He's been healing himself up. And now all of a sudden he's back. And yes, I would expect nothing less than the biggest pop that Dude, you've probably place, ever heard in your life. The place went in. Again, I don't get it. I'm not a GCW faithful I watched his match against Suzuki. I thought it was dog shit. I just don't get it. But, dude, he connects with those people. Those people go went fucking nuts, dude. Yeah. Nuts. No. It's I, not. We, at the end of the we, night, we walked out. Me and Anthony were in the same boat, and I heard people talking about it, too, when they left. Some people, maybe casual wrestling fans, not GCW fans. They were not. They just didn't get it. They were like, if kind of felt like it missed the mark but if you go on social media like a lot of gcw faithful loved it and i get it not my cup of tea i won't go back to a gcw show it's just not for me if they tell a great story i'll order it on fight i'm not like fuck these guys they're trash it just wasn't for me oh and effie jeff jarrett was great too that was real fun yeah but uh it it was i mean look it, it was a great experience and the place was buzzing but a lot they of shit. Don't. But a lot of shit changed on the card. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Eddie Kingston getting hurt. That scrapped the Eddie Kingston AJ Gray match. That put Gray in the ladder match. Uh, Gresham being out put Leo Rush against Christian Blake because they've wrestled before and they can deliver. So um, a bunch of these matches that we picked were kind of tossed out the window. Yes, they were tossed. I tossed them out. Um, but yeah, like the Briscoes and, and Nick, like it happened. Like I don't even I didn't see it because everyone's standing up and we were in the back. Um, I couldn't see the the finish. It sounded like he only counted two, but I I guess it was just like we got to go home. And even Jay Briscoe tweeted afterwards like time restrictions suck on pay per views. Like they didn't get to go. Yeah. yeah, well, you're handed you're handed arguably one of the best tag teams of the modern era, and then you know you give them five minutes with like Nick Gage and Matt Tremont just kind of tossed back together. Like I get it. I'd be frustrated too. So, uh, 
I don't know, man. I think it like the, the difference with like the ability to like stream on like IWTV or fight or this and that, but like now like you're actually on like cable systems and stuff like that. So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta make make sure. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with Kevin hundred percent. And so the fact that first of all, I'm not surprised at all. This is the first time they've ever done it. This is um, literally the, this is the biggest show they've ever, ever done. They probably got a little, a little too excited and decided that we want to just, give everyone everything we possibly can and for the first time it just doesn't and listen they've had big shows don't get me wrong like they've had plenty of of big shows that drew hundreds and thousands of people but this is the first time that they've been like this where now people are actually seriously starting to consider them as a three so Mm -hmm. it's so it, it's awesome, and you know these. Mis- Listen, WCW cut off a freaking main event at Halloween Havoc. Like <laughs> they didn't even give it to us. It, it, it wasn't showed. So, yeah, and, and we all know what happened to WCW. <laughs> oh, I don't think that's not that's not fair. Again, well, look, it was a, it was there were low points, but overall, it was a great show. It was a great experience. I just it's not for me. I, and again, you know, I'm not pretending. I'm not pretending to be a GCW guy. I, I know nothing about GCW. I have been paying more attention lately, uh, obviously. But I, I I haven't watched the show. I don't know. Like other than a couple of the matches, I, I don't know who won the the Alley Cat Ruby match. Uh, I don't I don't know the contents of Thunder Rosa's involvement in the show. I don't know the contents of uh, of uh, of a lot of the things on the show. But uh, I, I again just with just with Matt. Like I wish I didn't realize how deep John Carlo was involved in in this freaking company. <laughs> like, oh yeah, he's very involved. Yeah, I mean, I knew he was there. I knew he worked for them. I knew he was high up. I didn't know. I didn't know the level that he was. And so good, good for, for them. Like 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 Matt. I wish them all absolutely nothing but the best. And they went all out ECW with the music. They didn't give a fuck. <laughs> you do it. Do it until you get told not to. That's all. That's it, man. And you know what? You know what was really cool too. Uh, Effie's entrance. Uh, all these fucking GCW, MDK people singing fucking goodbye, Yellow Brick Road was fucking fascinating. <laughs> it was it was good though. It's just you know, it's not for me, man. I get it. It's fair. So, maybe maybe so, I go back. So what about it isn't for isn't for you? Is it the overbookness of it? Is it the the? I think I think Matt. Can I? I think you should give them. And again, I'm no Homer for them. I know nothing about them. Give them one more shot because I think this show, they, they just pulled out all the stuff that they thought would absolutely work, and no one would have any sort of, you know, recourse on them. So if it's local, if you're free, I'd say give them one more chance, and then if it's the same, then you know, tell them to part amicably. You may not have. Uh, I don't know if you were here when I said it before, like. Uh, I won't go to another show. Right. You'll you'll order it on fight. But if it's, a, you know, if they look, I'm rooting for them. Uh, I had ordered a bunch of the shows leading up to this and I'd watched them on fight. That's right. Just to kind of, yeah, just, just to kind of get myself acquainted to what, you know, some of the lesser known kids. Um, but again, like I have zero and they're all great, but I have zero interest in fucking X-Pac and Janela against, Myers and Cardona. I have zero interest in Tremont and Nick Gage as a tag team. Yeah, right. just doesn't doesn't do anything for me. I get how it appeals to the GCW faithful. Like 
you know, open challenge, you're like FTR, maybe even like the OGK or someone from Impact, you know, maybe someone from Japan. They have, they bring in all these people all the time. Like, I don't know. It didn't. Yeah. It yeah. didn't do it for me. And, and and part of that, I feel like like so they, they got what they wanted. They sold out the show. Like that's Oh, it. absolutely. So at, so at that point, you are appeasing the people that are there, I think, more so than trying to get pay-per-view buys. It's an open challenge. At that point, it doesn't matter who it is. People are already either ordered it or they're not. So they're they're not, I, I guess, superly concerned about that. They want to make sure the product that they're presenting, though, and a lot of that is the crowd reaction, is going to be the best that they could do. So presenting those two guys in that situation, granted, I again, not the biggest fan, but I totally get why they did that as opposed to bringing in an OGK or uh, an FTR. Even though FTR probably would have got a huge freaking reaction too. Yeah, but they got a, they're catering to their fan base, the GCW yeah. fan base. It's very ECW like, you know. Yeah. Like if you were not an ECW fan and you went and it was like the Dudley Boys Open Challenge and the Eliminator showed up after being gone for like four yeah. years, you know. But in the meantime, the Dudley Boys are having like an online feud with like. I don't know, fucking chronic or someone from WC. I don't fucking know. I'm trying to think back to like EC, you know, someone who would excite you. And like, I could see how, like, for me, like, Tremont and Gage went right over my head. No fucking idea. So let me ask you this Is it just because of the unfamiliar, uh, unfamiliar app? God, you know what I mean? Or is it because, because like, you are a diehard ECW guy. So to me, I, I felt like you, so I felt like this would be like right in your wheelhouse is it just the unfamiliar i can't say the word no i think i just i don't know something about it just was like i don't know man i just it didn't i well, think well someone in our group was like they're doing a nostalgia show even though they're not nostalgic that's a great point what was so what was the consensus amongst the crew that you went with danny loves danny loved it because he's a gcw guy like so he so when separate ways played he was like oh it's going to be tremont engaged like he said it to me um, Anthony was the one who said it was like a nostalgia show for their own nostalgia. Um, me and Anthony were in the same boat. We won't go. We talked about it on the walk to the car. We won't go back to a GCW show, but it was fun. For, it was historic. It was, it was good. Um, Kate was a little under the weather. So, uh, I didn't get a consensus from, uh, Tom and company, uh, when we left, but eventually, uh, we had, we had a Everyone's kind of on the same page in the Discord about it. Uh, people loved it. They had a good time. Some things missed the mark, but overall, it was a, a good time had by all. What was, and I, this is an own self, my own selfish question, uh, based on the, the Cardona Myers stuff, and I asked Kate about this earlier. What was the actual live pop like when Myers took his helmet off? I mean, I'm pretty sure people knew who it was. Went over oh, really? to the church. I didn't see it coming at all. I didn't. I didn't know about it. I didn't. So I was just wondering, Matt. I was just wondering if it was. Yeah, no, it, it was. Pretty... I mean, look. I knew who. I was already punched out of the match with fucking Swaggle and the big fat guy and Marco Stunt. I just did. I went to the bathroom and I missed X Pac. I'm like, I'm done with this. Oh wow! All right. Myers came out. He took off his helmet. They fucking Lobo Janela. They pinned him. I was like, I went to the bathroom. I don't care. <laughs> I just didn't care. I, no, it's okay. It's just, 
this is the exact opposite. Re- I mean, again, I didn't see the show, so I guess if it was a better show to you, that you probably would be. I'm just totally floored by this. By this, uh, I know we, we talked about it last night a little bit um, in the text thread about how you said you weren't super thrilled with it, but I just thought I thought you'd be over the moon. I know you love your Ring of Honor, so maybe it's just I, I thought you'd be thrilled with this show for some reason. Ah, look, the six man. I said I screamed. I I was into six man a lot. They did a lot of crazy shit. The latter match was the same way. Um, Blake and and I'm telling you, the fucking wheels fell off during this match, and then they followed it right up with the Mance Warner shit. And I had been following like this Adius Coger character on uh, on Twitter, so I thought like he was gonna like try and burn the fucking Hammerstein ballroom to the ground. <laughs> Not this, you know. I'm sure. And again, I also have to take into consideration that they're probably going to run another pay-per-view so they have to book storylines without tv so it just wasn't for me man dallas that's i think is their next not big event. my cup of tea do you do we want to get into this uh yeah kind of talking about oh I went so we did pick for this um gcw pay-per-view and uh tony was very we- much against it and uh me and kevin said oh we should definitely do this so we started Um, the year not with the royal rumble as we usually do but with gcw the world mm -hmm. gcw the world um what did we disqualify first of all what was off the table the the we got rid of the scramble Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we got rid of the ladder match okay and we had to have gotten rid of Gresham and uh Oh and Gresham, yes, I'm sorry, and Gresham. Yeah. Yep. So we only had six matches to pick from. So we picked the six man, Team Bandito against Team Gringo, Cardona uh-huh. Janela, Ruby Soho, Alley Catch, Jeff Jarrett, Effie, Mox Homicide, Briscoe's open challenge. Oof. Uh I went I picked up right where I left off in twenty twenty one. Of course you did. I went O for six. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a typo when I saw that scrolling across the screen. Nope, I lost every single match. What? Matt, why do you think that is? Because <laughs> I was like, I thought they were bringing all these the star power in to sell the pay per view, and they would put over their own talent. <laughs> I also knew that there was some backstage stuff with Moxley. I had read a couple things that maybe he wasn't really happy Jeff, with. Uh, dude, Moxley with just stuff. came back. He's back on TV again. Nope. Cardona, big star. Nope. Jeff, you thought Jeff Jarrett was going to job? Oh, have you learned nothing? All right. I, the, mo- the match I'm most intrigued by is the women's He's match. Not. Dude, they brought in Ruby fucking Soho, who was just in a championship match against fucking Jade Cargill, for God's sakes. Yeah, I still don't know who won this match, by the way. Uh, It was not not Allie. Oh, oh, got that one wrong. It's Ruby Soho. So I went 0-6. Kevin went 2-4. He won Cardona and Moxley. Uh, Dickhead went (laughs) 4-2. He had Cardona. He had Ruby Soho. He had Jeff Jarrett. He had John Moxley. <laughs> Who would have thought Gringo Loco would have fucking won? Gringo Loco never wins on MLW. 
So I just won Cardona and Moxley. Correct. All right. Ding. Interesting. Interesting. Correct. Ding. So uh you, are you you guys want to just give up already? No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. You all <laughs> wanted to pick this fucking show. We did. I really thought I would be good, but uh well, in fairness, Kevin does have the golden touch when it comes to the Royal Rumble, so things could possibly change next week. Yeah, Tony, I, I have no clue. No, last well, year you picked both winners. This year I know nothing about WWE. Well, that, that makes three of us. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. So the Rumble Saturday, so we'll put our picks in uh, Saturday afternoon, and you'll hear all about it next week here on the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast. Uh, anything from the world of pro wrestling we want to talk about? Anything that you guys saw or you want to chat about before we take a break and then uh, do our I mean rewind? I don't, I don't, I don't need, I don't need to spend like fifty five hours on like NWA this week. Yeah, uh, I know that um, uh, Misha uh, Slamovich is that Masha. her? No, Masha. Masha. Yeah, Masha and uh, oh Christ, what the hell's her name? It's not Alley Catch, but it kind of reminds me of her. What the fuck is her name? Kenzie Page? Yes. Yeah. The two of them fought. And the only thing that really stood out to me was there was they were interviewing Marche Rocket and uh, Black G's in the back. And these two came brawling through. And uh, fucking Mae Valentine is going, what's going on? Get the hell off my set, she goes. I said, I had to rewind. I'm like, wait a minute. Was that her? And then Tim Storm came out. And then Raven came out. So... The whole thing is Tim Storm was trying to uh, stop these two from beating each other up after the bell. And then Raven was like, you know, giving it to Tim Storm. He's like, what are you doing? Like, you're ruining everything. And blah, 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 blah. It was that. The other big news. Oh, bro. Church, Church's money loses to the Hawks A.R.E. in tag team action. How fucking big of a win was that for the Hawks boys? Huge win. Are we sure we're saying that word right? Hawks A.R.E. Hawks A.R.E. Yeah. Is it Airy? Airy? Yeah. Well, what's his name uh, when he does when he does the announcing? He always says like Hawks Airy, and I'm like eh, a little too uh-huh. much Airy there. Yes. Oh, so well, I mean they are from Kyle New Orleans. Davis. That is the French Corridor. Uh, or the French Quarter. <laughs> what did I say? The corridor. Did I did I did I, did I confuse the French Quarter with the I ninety five corridor? Yeah, pretty. <laughs> Pulled the mat. I listen. Uh, that's the I, second time I I couldn't pronounce unfamiliarity, and I and I couldn't do the the I ninety five core. I wonder how many people actually know what the I ninety five corridor is. Matt, do you? The turnpike. I guess it's a fancy word for the turnpike. I guess. Tony. I'm thinking it's more like the area from like DC up through philadelphia or is is the corridor strictly in our state i i don't know i think like the corridor <laughs> is, is I, I thought i figured it out like a couple years ago but i totally don't know what it is anymore like because when they do when they do the weather it's like they always say the i-95 corridor is where you know the weather yeah, will change it's just the highway ah, i didn't okay. I didn't really watch MLW, but I do know that uh, Hammerstone's going to be putting uh, the title on the line against Davey Richards coming up. Uh, I think that's going to be in Dallas. Uh, I don't know if we said it on the show, no, but Charlotte. Not... Oh, Charlotte? Then yes. what are they headline in Dallas with? Fatu's coming. Oh, Fatu and Mads Kruger, maybe? No, that's going to be on TV next week. 
Uh, I don't know. Anyway, that was Dallas. Yeah, so Dallas was this weekend, Tony. This past weekend. Yes, the Devon Harris couldn't wrestle. Oh well, I guess I missed out. Did you? I know. Uh, I did not watch. I know, I know oh. who was in the three-way with uh, Myron Reed and Tajiri. Ooh, who was? But it? It's a spoiler, so I don't want to. I don't want to ruin somebody's day. You'd only be ruining my day because if the Discord is ruin, indication- I have to say it. I just know who was in there, and uh, Lisa was there. She took a bunch of pictures and stuff, so she said Ooh. the taping was long as fuck. Oh, yeah, she's at Impact too, I think. Yes, that's kind of the consensus. Uh, real quick question, Melina, Le- legend. Yes. Legend. Yes. In. In the way the word been thrown around lately, yes. Yeah, but that's okay, not the question. The question is legend. Not the way it's been not... thrown away, around. The definition of a legend, does Molina fit that description? Yeah. So, like, your opinion. Don't don't uh, fall for the NWA shit. I want, I want Kevin's opinion. I want Matt's opinion. doesn't have to be, like, 55 minutes. Just, like, what do you think? Because I say no. Part of the business, yes. Recognize name, yes. Deserves all the allocates that she gets. Yes. Legend. Eh. Uh, she had a pretty good WWE run. I'm going to say, I'm going to say yes. Okay. Matt. I don't. I did not watch during her. I know she was a three-time women's champ and a two-times diva champ. So that makes her a five-time champion. I just was not watching at the time. So my what I know of Molina is the booty shots with Eminem before she was a wrestler and what she's done in the NWA. Mm-hmm. Um, so based off of that, and that's not really fair for, for me to comment on it because I don't know the meat of her career. The meat. So I'd have to watch. I'd say she's borderline. I, okay. I don't think you are. If you say no, I don't think you're wrong. And if you say yes, I don't think you're wrong. But okay, I yeah, can't really. So it seems kind of split. You know, I think the chats, the chat, Kate says yes. Uh, Mark Order Podcast, I'm assuming that's Ryan Schlong, uh, says no. Will Mercier says no. Kevin says yes. So I think it's pretty split. I'm kind of surprised, actually. Kind of surprised. Okay. Yeah, again, I don't know enough of her her catalog. Uh, as a wrestler to really cast judgment. I'm trying gotcha. to, I'm trying to think of a comparable for her. Um, so that, w- that you would see as a legend and maybe one that you would see as not like, I think she's like right in this might be, she's right in that like jazz, uh, ivory, uh, Victoria, uh, I think table, I think. So to me, those yeah. three are legends. So Victoria? See, I would say I was I would give it to Jazz, but the other two I don't think so. For me personally. What do you mean? Yeah, in what way? In what way? Is Jazz is, is I would say Jazz is a legend, but I wouldn't put Ivory or Victoria in those categories. For me. Okay. Well, Ivory may I might go the opposite way with Ivory. Victoria, I think I agree, but Ivory just because she's got some strange pedigree where she came from and, and where she went and where she wound up. And oh, how she, got uh, there. she was a glow girl, right? Glow crown winner. She was also in the powerful women of wrestling. Uh, she, she did a lot of shit before she got to the show too. So she was like one of those glow girls that actually got into the profession. 
so so like the other two that I mentioned, I'm not saying they're legends necessarily. I'm just saying that's where I would put Molina on the on the same level as. So okay, like, no, it's fair enough. I yeah. think I think that's a good comparison. To be honest with you, no, I, I, think I can a, absolutely see. To that. Give me context as to Molina's career. I think it's a great comparison. There you go. And that's all I got. You guys want to take a break? Well, I watched there... Impact. I'll just uh, okay. St- Island some impact. Obviously, the Ring of Honor invasion is still a thing. Uh, so honor no more is what they're now going by. That's uh, actually PCO, cool. Really cool. Uh, so PCO, Mike Bennett, Matt Taven. Matt Taven seems to be the leader of this group, obviously. That seems to be more more clear every week. So you have like Matt that. Taven, PCO, Mike Bennett, and uh Vincent, along with Maria, who's the spokesperson, I guess. She dubbed them honor no more this past week. They Run in after the Charlie Haas Josh Alexander match, beat them both up. Charlie Haas is obviously concussed, so he doesn't get a whole lot of offense in. Um, oh, this was that so, match. Uh, yeah, so oh, they shit. come in. You know, the bit. You know how I love me some good roster battles, baby. So you had uh, then Willie Mack, um, you know, uh, Eddie Edwards, Rich Swan, Heath, Rhino all come in to get the numbers advantage there. So really fun stuff going on right now with that, and something that. Impact has also been doing. They may have done it last week too, but I can't remember. But this past show, Tom Phillips was by himself doing commentary. But every match, it seemed like they were bringing in someone else that had something to do with the match. So, like in like in Tasha Steeles versus Chelsea Green, they had Mickey James there, and that led to something. During William Morrissey versus VSK and Zicky Dice, Brian was there. During uh, oh god, uh, the, the Chris Saban, I think, was at the, there for the main event. I might be forgetting a couple, but it was uh, it was it was really cool. And uh, so yeah, fun, f- good show. It's uh, you know, I I can't really, I hate that I can't watch live anymore because I don't have access and it's on the YouTube. But uh, I watched it and I liked it. No, it, and it sounds like it sounds like the Ring of Honor guys are actually being considered on par with the Impact guys, oh, which is the way be. to do it. It's a hundred percent. That's the way they, they should, should do they it. They should be. They should. There's a. You can make an argument that they should be like revered higher than some. I mean, well, not only that, but like you've also got like some of the big names that were in Ring of Honor. You know, no disrespect, but they weren't. It wasn't like a Mike Awesome and a Lance Storm coming in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but like it, these are on. These are on par guys. I'm still perplexed the, by the 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 grouping of them and i know we talked to matt taven check out that matt taven interview that thing was dope by the way if you haven't already but i'm still perplexed by the the, the group that they chose for this but pco is there in his role by the way absolutely hysterical. oh he's he's on and a fucking different level yeah he's a fucking so, he just he just goes uh they come in they're like they have they're, they're showing their ticket stubs to like the people like they're all saying we got tickets we got tickets and then pco just yells take that it's so good yeah so that's impact wrapped up in a nutshell baby awesome i like nutshells yeah i'm behind on uh on on, i didn't get nwa this week i didn't get impact or new japan strong this week so i didn't watch the mlw so nothing nothing was offensive really about the nwa so there's that there you go i got some catching up to do real real quick can you elaborate on that He's just a fucking maniac, dude. He's fucking doing dives over the row outside. He's taking bumps on fucking ladders. He's just You're talking about PCO. Yeah, man. I don't under oh, yeah. I don't understand. 
We didn't get any apron bump, at least not that we can see, unless everybody stood up. He's out of his fucking mind. <laughs> and he's like 50, isn't he? It's unbelievable to watch him do <laughs> shit like that. Like, what are you doing, guy? He just doesn't fucking care. Make it cheesy, my man. Yep. Beautiful. Oh, boy. What are we doing after the break, Matt? Let the people know. We're going to do an uh, an old school Wizards Rewind. Uh, today is the anniversary of the debuting 1988 Royal Rumble and the Bunkhouse Stampede 1988. And in the past couple of weeks, I think I can speak for all of us when I say we've all watched these shows, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Uh, not so much on the Royal Rumble side, but yeah, boy, that Bunkhouse Stampede. Uh, so we're going to do an old school wizard rewind where we talk about both shows and uh, just have a little fun, do a little old school wrestling uh, before we pull the train to the station tonight. But uh, uh, Kevin, what do we always say? Oh, back after this. We know you love shopping at Amazon, and we also know you love listening to The Shining Wizards. That's why you're hearing this commercial right now. But were you aware that you could combine the two, do all your shopping, and support the show at the same time? Well, of course you can. Instead of going to Amazon.com, go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and make your purchases the way you normally would. You're going to get the same great low prices, and a portion of whatever you purchase is going to go to support the Shining Wizards. How great is that? You, by purchasing anything that you normally would anyway, is going to support us. That's a win-win in my book. So from now on, when you shop at Amazon, go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com or click the banner on our website and do all of your shopping with the Shining Wizards. Because of the obvious threat to untold numbers of citizens, and because of the crisis which is even now developing, this radio station will remain on the air day and night. This station and hundreds of other radio and TV stations throughout this part of the country are pooling their resources through an emergency network hookup to keep you informed of all developments. Horns up, everyone. When on the Shining Wizards Network, be sure every Friday to check out Radioactive Metal. Radioactive Metal is one of the longest-running podcasts on the interweb. And every week, we bring you a fistful of metal, including interviews with all your favorite artists, discuss all the metal news, and feature the best tunes on the air today. So grab a Lemmy, join your cool Uncle Snowy, and co-host Aaron in the pit. Your recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting from the current to the way back. Join the impact player Phil Rea and the Portuguese Man of War Choppy for the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. Live every week on RantEMRadio.com. Get all our episodes over at iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Audio Boom, Google Play, ShiningWizardsNetwork.com, and TurnBubbleThrowbacks.com. Are you tired of being told what to think and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you? Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind? That's where we come in. This is Justin. And Vince. Your host of Inconclusive Breakdown. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin. If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday 
anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack deplatform us. And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network. Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? Since 2013, The Midnight Jury is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcades, pop in your VHS, and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Conan, tell them where to find us. WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury podcast hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody. Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network and join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury. What's up, wrestling fans? You want something awesome? Check out Wrestling Night in Canada here on the Shining Wizards Network. We're three Canadian metalheads uniting for the love of pro wrestling. Every episode, we go over all the latest news and special events with the odd, unique interview as well. So grab a cold one and check out Wrestling Night in Canada, eh? Are you tired of being uninformed? Together, we can change all of that. Experience a podcast like you've never heard before. You'll gain knowledge, have some laughs, because we believe this is the last AEW podcast you'll ever need. Join us every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. on RantEMRadio.com and Facebook Live. We can also be found on all major podcast forums as part of the Shining Wizards Network. So stop listening to inferior AEW podcasts and bring a new podcast into your life by joining us. Join the Mark Order Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Mark Order Pod and on Facebook.com slash Mark Order Pod. Don't forget to tag us on social media and use hashtag join the Mark Order because if you don't find us, we will find you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah. yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was... Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. We right. shared a room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go way there. back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do, we do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The... Roadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah. No, yeah well. What do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books. We're talking about professional wrestling. And we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE. That you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter at the Broadcast. That's B R O K A S T. Yeah, it's all right. Good on you. Instagram also at the Broadcast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. All right, we are back. And we are getting ready to talk. So, Royal Rumble and Bunkhouse Stampede. But first, we're going to take this time to thank those that support us over at our Patreon. uh, Patreon.com slash Wizard 
Words podcast. For as little as $1 a month, you can support the Shining Wizard Wrestling podcast. And what that $1 a month gets you is a shout-out every week on this show. So on the upcoming shows, that'll feature uh, tonight's guest, Jazzy. Next week, TSF, who you've seen on AEW Dark and Dark Elevation. The SAT, East Coast Professional Independent Wrestling Legends, Ring of Honor. They're joining us. Sam Adonis. Sam Adonis. Yeah, Sam Adonis in a couple weeks uh, joins the show. Miko Maestro makes his big return. Uh, Steve Mack. Um, Your name will get mentioned during these episodes. And if you decide to donate or pledge or give us more than a dollar a month, the perks go up $3 a month. You get our bonus episodes. Uh, We do a watch along. We do a profile. We do a throwback. uh, Wizards Rewind, whatever the fuck you want to call it. $5 a month. We do all that shit. And during this segment, Watch this, right? If you're watching, which you should be watching on YouTube, uh, all the Patreon supporters above $5, your name scrolls across the bottom of the screen, and I will read out a website, a Twitter handle, anything you want to promote within the confines of the wizard's world. So if it's something like filthy or gross or racist or religious, we're not promoting that shit, okay? We're not doing any of that. We uh, have the right to not promote something that we think is not proper for the masses on our show. You can do it on your own time, but your $5 a month will get you that 10 bucks a month gets you a box of wizardry. Every three months, I will send you the goods uh, and I am buying up anything and everything. We're talking trading cards, buttons, stickers, Funko pops. That's oh. right. I found some like real cheap, not cheap, affordable, <laughs> WWE Funko Pops. He said, why not put them in a box of wizardry for somebody? DVDs, pins, stickers, pens, t-shirts, hats. I don't know. Anything else I can get my little grubby mitts on. I'm buying it up, and I'm just putting it in a box of wizardry. So for three months, you spend 10 bucks a month here. That's $30. You're, I guarantee you this box of wizardry will have at least $100 worth of wrestling shit in it. Yeah. Might not be good shit, but it's wrestling shit. That's good shit. Check it out. Again, a dollar, one single dollar a month. Yeah. Come on. You spend like probably five bucks on a coffee every day at Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts. That Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts doesn't give you what we give you. No. Yeah, they don't. For the price of a cup of coffee, you can feed a starving child. Or a starving Kevin. Look at him. He's malnourished. That's right. Give us a dollar. We can get Kevin a waffle. Yeah. Buy me a hot dog, please. Right? Tony, Tony won the picks. How is he supposed to order tuna pizza if there's no money? Order the tuna pizza. So go over to our Patreon, <laughs> patreon.com slash wizard podcast and donate. Yeah, give but, us some of them German shekels. Whatever. Yeah, give us some of your red money. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Jesus. Just gimme gimme. Oh I like God, the green dude. stuff. So we're going to take this time to thank those that support us over at our Patreon. <laughs> Captain Hunter, the Queen of the Shining Wizards. Manny Crazzo, the King of the Shining Wizards. The AOP of the SWB, Danny and Anthony Rusanello. Sean Toe, Sean Calejo, Kate the Great Hensler at OnDeckIC.com. Fightful, Sour Graps, Mark Order Podcast, uh, everything. She does it all. She's a... Fight. Did we say Fight Club? We said Fight Club. I just right. Fightful. Uh, she is a... Um, Renaissance woman, just like Jazzy. Uh, Macarifo, no relationship to the KJG. Maddie Mellinger, who is on his honeymoon. 
congratulations, Matt. Christine Friesendorf, the other half of the sh- sign of the sign girls. <laughs> uh, Mark Parloni. Happy birthday, Mark. Please stop tagging me in stupid polls on Twitter. I don't care. Keep on tagging them, baby. Please don't. Kenny Hossey, the Scotch drinks more of the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast. You want to know how I know Mark Parloni doesn't listen to the podcast? Because he never, ever, 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 ever says anything about the, sh- the happy birthday shout outs or me saying something like that. Because he loves it. No, he doesn't love it. He doesn't listen. Mark, listen. Listen, buddy. Listen. Jay Cop, the big cop of pump from the turnbuckle throwbacks. Uh, we can, Kevin, we can get into that if you want to talk about your little uh, excursion over there Friday night. There was no excursion. All right. There was. Never mind. <laughs> sure. uh, Thomas Cops, the Mott Spock. Hopefully, he arrived safely back in Milwaukee after his travel to New York City. Michael Hammond, Matthew Birch. Bergman, the LeBron James of elite figure collecting. I know he's going to the Royal Rumble this weekend. So if you're going out there to St. Louis and you see the Bergman, say, what's up, Bergman? Uh, Brendan Haney, Kerry Cowling, Ryan Schlong, Asian Joe, David Henry Bauer III. Pleasure to meet you this weekend, my friend. Mike Peterson, Rob Humphrey, and last but certainly not least, his pal Antonio Hosserman makes experimental music at harvestmanrecords.bandcamp.com. The one and only William Mercier Jr. Lives are going to be in William Mercier's hands. You know what I mean? Kevin, I know what you mean. And you know what? I finally got to touch those hands. I shook those hands. And I feel good about the whole world being in his hands. Ugh. Yeah. What he had nice strong man hands. <laughs> Seems like a man hand guy. How do you handle a hungry man? A man like handler. A, like a lumberjack. Okay, terrific. All right. So fellas, uh this idea was floated a couple weeks ago. Um, because I put together the calendar and I said, ooh. These two wonderful events take place on the same day, and uh, you know, one hand washes the other. So the <laughs> NWA decided they were going to run the Bunkhouse Stampede at Yeehaw. Uniondale, New York, at the Nassau Coliseum, because that's what I when I think Bunkhouse Stampede, I think Long Island. Yeah, I was, was going to say, I was like, why is he doing a Southern accent when the show is in New York? <laughs> Not a horse face women out in Long Island. That's why a lot of a lot of questions around this this Yeehaw. event. Uh, and it was on pay per view. Oh yes, oh, it yeah. was running in old Vinnie Max backyard. So you know what Vinnie Max said? Ha ha! He said, "Goddamn pal, we're gonna be at the cops coliseum. Let's give USA a three hour special live event called the Royal Rumble." Not the Colossus. Southern to you, Matt. That's how they roll, Kevin. You gotta get out of West Orange. There's a whole world out there for you. It's a whole <laughs> new world. So uh to counter pay-per-view and the NWA, Vince decided he was gonna give away a free show on the USA network. Well uh, that is where the Royal Rumble was born. Uh both shows featured a four-match card. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was surprised to see that the NWA didn't show us their dark match because you could easily argue that Sting was probably the hottest babyface they had at the time. No? In 88? Um, 
was this this no. was this was shortly after the UWF merger, no? So maybe Sting wasn't as big as we think he might have been yeah. at this point. Yeah. Sting was not 88 Sting was not the biggest star in WCW. He was on his way maybe, but he still looked at least a year or two away. And they put him in there with Jimmy Jam Garvin against the Sheep Herders. Yeah, wonderful. I much rather would have watched that than than some of the other shit on here. Yeah, this was not available anywhere, right? Like this, this definitely was not part of the pay per view. But it's not, it's not out there, is it? Wait, the dark Bunkhouse match? Buck? Yeah. No, the the, 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 the pre match, the pre show match, the dark match. Yeah, the dark match is nowhere to be found. Oh well. So I'll, I want to run through the cards of each company first, and then we can go through that. Uh, go through them. Yes. Uh, on the USA Network, they gave us Ricky the Dragon Steamboat versus Ravishing Rick Rude. Uh, they gave us a two out of three falls for the WWF Women's Tag Team Championship. The Jumping Bomb Angels took on the Glamour Girls. We had the 20-man Royal Rumble. And we had a two out of three falls match between the Islanders and the Young Stallions. Girls in cars. On the other side... Uh, on the NWA, we had Nikita Koloff defending the NWA World Television Championship against Bobby Eaton. Eaton? The UWF Western States Championship was on the line as Larry, uh, excuse me, Barry Windham defended against Larry Zabisco. The NWA World Heavyweight Championship was on the line as Ric Flair defended against Road Warrior Hawk. And in the Steel Cage Bunkhouse Stampede match, it was the Warlord, Tully Blanchard, Road Warrior Animal, Lex Luger, Ivan Koloff, the Barbarian, Dusty Rhodes, and Arn Anderson. Gentlemen, for those not familiar with the Steel Cage Bunkhouse Stampede match, who would like to explain the rules of this abortion? I want to hear Kevin explain it. Kevin's not going to explain it. Oh. No, because here's the thing. Because I watched this like a week ago, and then I thought it was something completely. No, no, it, it was something completely different than I thought I remembered it as. Because I thought I remembered the bunkhouse stampede as like a team concept, and it's totally not a team concept. And it it was just, it was just, it was so weird. And the warlord and the barbarian, like them in an NWA, is just so confusing to me. Like, I don't remember them there until, like, they came back on their masks as the super assassins or when the Barbarian was there in 92. Well, this this was another genius conception by the American Dream, Dad. And going into this one, he had won the Bunkhouse Stampede two years prior. It's very simple, folks. Picture a battle royal in a ring surrounded by a steel cage. And yes eliminations are going over the top or through the door and onto the floor and you are eliminated. So imagine this eight big old slabs of beef trying to throw each other over the top of a steel cage or through the door. (laughs) Sounds delicious. Doesn't it? (sighs) Boy, oh boy. I just, I don't, Maybe it sounded good on paper. I really have no idea. Here, here's the thing. Nah. <laughs> Dusty, Dusty Rhodes is renowned, a true legend in the business, known as a great booker, a great mind for wrestling. 
But during this period when Dusty just kept trying to put himself over, sometimes you got stinkers just like this. Well, well, this reminds me a lot of this reminds me a lot of like because Dusty Rhodes was also the man the mind behind the Battle Bowl concept. So like it's like that the woof like it's two 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 misses two swings and misses for all people like uh put him over undeservedly so but these two bunkhouse buck and even the battle bunkhouse buck, i keep saying bunkhouse <laughs> buck <laughs> bunkhouse stampede uh and the battle bowl just two oofs swings and misses now, the funny thing was like they always had like the uh you know, the war games on tour where they would have war games matches like all summer long. Well, they did the same concept with the bunkhouse brawls with the bunkhouse stampedes. Well, you had to qualify to get into this thing. So they had matches like this all up and down the horn to decide who was going to be in this final match on pay-per-view. And the winner got some sort of monetary prize plus a big fucking cowboy boot that was bigger than dusty. Did you see him when 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 this thing was over? I think that fucking thing was. So uh, you you talk about that tour, Tony. I need to know who Mighty Wilbur is. Oh, you don't know Mighty Wilbur? I am not familiar with. If is he the other tag team partner of Matt Tremont? Probably. I have no idea who he is either. No. <laughs> I believe he, I believe he's the other tag team partner of Miko Maestro. <laughs> you know Mighty Wilbur. We shared a pepperoni but pizza yes, with yes, tuna. Yes, it's me and Mighty Wilbur. We do and do mighty things and Miko things and Maestro things and all these know, things you, and tuna you, and you know tuna <laughs> and uh, reindeer stew on the on the pepperoni pizza. This is what we do. We do. We we bring him. We bring Mighty Wilbur on the podcast. We don't talk about wrestling with him ever, but we do it anyway because that's what our forefathers did in the Wilbur, the Wilburness. Um, but you know, but you know, uh, in 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 uh, in Finland, the the match in a seven sided ring, the bunkhouse stampede. We call it Bugenschnagen stampede. Yes, yes, natural casings on all of the, <laughs> on all of the, all of the kibasa, Yes, all natural all of casings. We hang kibasa on a pole, and then we all we all go for it on a ladder. Kabasi, the Finnish, the Finnish delicacy, Kabasi. Very good Finnish delicacy, and German, I believe. <laughs> oh he was boy! Apparently, a goofy hillbilly under Paul Jones' tutelage, who eventually. <laughs> oh, he was in Paul Jones's army. Okay, he's a big man. <laughs> so, you, so you're telling me a, the guy with the guy with the name of Mighty Wilbur was a goofy hillbilly? I believe you. <laughs> He was in the. He made it to the the steel cage bunkhouse stampede, uh, qualifier match. But sadly, December, he did not qualify. December twenty sixth of nineteen eighty seven. And I bet you Dusty dragged him out of the cage because he couldn't get him over the top. He was injured and therefore was able to compete in the final. Ah, oh, boo! Oh, and that's why Dusty won because Dusty won the wild card match to take that spot, right? Yes. Bingo. Uh, no explanation was ever given as to why Dr. Death and Big Bub- Bubba Rogers did not compete in the final. They had qualified, but they weren't there. Well, because Bubba was probably hurt and maybe Dr. Death was in Japan making real money. Who knows? I'd also, in doing research for the show. Uh, oh, boss man. Was he already going to WWF at this point? No, I don't think so. Not yet, but I think that's in the future. But I think uh, a precursor to him leaving 
apparently the NWA was getting a little stingy with their money and travel yep. was very tight and a lot of shows weren't drawing well and they were showing up real late. Uh, they were kind of burning the candles at both ends. So uh, for them to not be there, maybe they couldn't make it in time. Uh, you know, I had read somewhere that uh, they had done like a show in Hawaii and people were flying like from Hawaii to to fucking uh, Uniondale. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a short flight or anything. And I don't think you had a direct flight from New York at that point. So they probably had to stop over in California somewhere. I think they flew. I think there was Maybe a Chicago straight shot to Charlotte. And then from Charlotte to New York. Whee. Yeah, something yeah, something weird like that. Fuck that. All right. So this is what the that's what the Jim Crockett JCP is giving you reverse battle royal. Right. Everyone's in the ring. I, I don't even know. You got to go over to the cage. Throws it all off. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. Now, if you had a cage that was maybe six feet tall, I could understand. Because then it's as like, you know, almost as high as the ropes. You know what I'm saying? Like you could easily back body drop or put somebody on the top, but to have a fucking like a regular like 10, 12 foot cage on top of like no, no. We'll get oh, into that though. Yeah. What was going I, on yeah, on I, USA I, Network? That, What was going on in the USA Network? I was waiting. Kevin was like, he's still eight seconds behind. How's that internet cable coming along? <laughs> it should be here one when I'm in Florida, by the way. So, oh, when you go to Florida? But I didn't. Uh, Thursday. But I didn't order from Amazon Prime. I ordered from Amazon, but I didn't use my Prime thing like an idiot. Uh, but anyway, so I like Tony's idea about that having a cage a little bit higher than the rope, well, a little so bit like lower. You can no, why would you have it lower than the ropes? Are the ropes there? No, I no at rope height instead of having it like regular steel cage height, which is like ten feet tall. No, I'm agreeing with you, but I'm thinking like you could still have it a little higher than the ropes and still do the damage you would do inside the ring to the cage. Okay, you gotcha, have, gotcha, and, and throw somebody out. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, it just made no sense to have that full cage though. So while these idiots are trying to throw each other out of a cage, Matt, where are they trying to throw each other over on USA Network? Well, some, you know, the brain trust that the WWE said, why put a cage around a ring? Let's just throw them over the top rope. <laughs> out of base. He throw them out of the ring. It's so fun. Like, oh, man, it's just funny. Like, here we are at the, at the beginning of the the birth of pay-per-view, you know, it's only, it's still relatively new and you hear all the horror stories. Vince is, you know, you can show Survivor Series, you can show Starcade, and now they're in his backyard and, and they're, they're super hot. We're just coming out of WrestleMania three Hogan. Andre is still a thing. And it's like, he's like, fuck the NWA. Let's take the dumb idea you have and let's just simplify it. Why is there a cage around the fucking ring? Because Dustin's got to win the big one, if you yeah. will. <laughs> it's funny. I put this I on. Mean, not 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 only simplify it, make it better. Like, make it, like, a <laughs> hundred times better. Yeah, make it come as you are, and then just, you know, these guys can use weapons if they want, and there you go. There you go. Very simple. Very simple. I put this on. I put the rumble on at work a couple weeks ago. I was there on a Sunday, and uh, every person that came in to sit and eat, and we didn't have many tables, but there was a handful. Uh, either the father was super into it, or the kids were super into it. 
there was a table and they were there during the rumble and the kid was like we can't leave until i see who wins this and the kid had no fucking idea what was going on like he didn't know who the wrestlers were probably he was like seven yeah but it was cool man it was cool yeah, no, These guys are coming I, out and beating each other up and there's a I countdown agree. you know like it, it's cool if I had put on the bunkhouse brawl, they would have had no idea. Bunkhouse stampede, they would have had no idea. Oh, they would have been crying. What is this? I'm scared. So I think what I I think would be fun, maybe. I don't know how you guys want to do this. Maybe we go match for match. Uh, I, 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 you know, I don't know. Maybe we, maybe we could uh, do like what was our favorite match? What was the okay. worst match? I don't know. I mean, look. NWA okay, so- com- compared to the WWF show, at least in my opinion, NWA doesn't hold a candle to this thing. Their show was just not really that great. There wasn't a lot <laughs> terrible with it, but I mean, yeah, aside from the main event, but the other matches were just ooh, boy. Ooh. There, there's certainly flaws in Rumble in Rumble '88 too, because your main your main event, which is par for the course, is not the Rumble. That's fine. That's like a Saturday night's main event type deal. And they have a promo because Paul Romo got hurt or something like that. And he went to the back. And then they have like an Andre the Giant or a, a promo in between with DiBiase in between of a two out of three falls match. I've never, never seen that ever. Yeah, but Kev, we also got the contract signing for the main event right. coming up in February, which was huge. Yeah. Yeah, Biggest WWE. television audience in prime time for a wrestling show ever. And it got and it started at the again, Rumble with, the, with the, the big first, rematch. Yes. Yes. And this is the first Rumble. Not a whole lot of star power. Slap so like, together just to just to combat the NWA. Slap together. Yeah. I mean, you know. No, and I enjoyed it because, like, it wasn't – it was the first one. It was the, the inaugural uh, Rumble. And so, like, you, you had no expectations of who was actually going to be in it. So it didn't matter at that point. So, like, if, you know, if uh, Nikolai Volkov or Boris Zukov or, or you know, the first two or Bret Hart and Tito, like, it didn't, it didn't matter at that point. So, like, it was still fun, you know. Like, the winner – I mean, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead of what, what Matt had scheduled, but Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Hacksaw Jim Duggan won the thing. Like, he was, and he eliminated the one-man gang. So, like, good, solid workers, but, like, not at the top of the card at that point. Right, I don't know, man. No, Duggan was, was no, huge over. There was no cav- There was no world title shot for the winner. It was just kind of a yeah. thing to counter yeah. the Bunkhouse Stampede program, which, I mean... If you had just seen the card, uh, you probably didn't need to run up against it. Look, if people, but we lost Bobby Eaton last year. And if you're not familiar with Bobby Eaton, go watch. He goes 20, he literally wrestles a fucking piece of stone for 20 minutes. Nikita Koloff's not good. Listen, listen. He's not good, bro. All due respect uh, to the late great uh, Bobby Eaton. This was fucking boring. Oh yeah, there were four. I wrote down four things that I thought um, were interesting. And about seven and a half minutes, there's a high spot on the floor. Yep. 
at the 10 minute mark, Eaton is posted twice and then he takes a hip hip toss to the outside. Cool. Uh, at 13 minutes, he did a top rope drop kick. One of his staples. Uh, and that was really it. The last like minute, like Nikita Koloff puts him in a headlock for 40 seconds. What? But dude, fucking most of the match was Bobby Eaton holding a hammer lock and working just like lay, not even working, dude, just laying on top of him on the mat. Because he was not good. Nikita Koloff was terrible. Yeah, but yeah, but Look, if, you, if it's going to be a 20-minute time limit draw and you're fucking just hanging on to a hammer lock, you have no desire to try to win the championship. I mean, come on. But that's you're not going to get. You know, he's look. We see. I think we see it again with Road Warrior Hawk. You think up until this point in his career, Road Warrior Hawk ever wrestled a 22 minute match? He was fucking gassed in like six minutes against Ric Flair. I tell you what, though, Ric Flair made him look fucking pretty damn good. I was okay with that match. I didn't love it. I was okay with it. This one, dude, it was just Bobby Eaton laying. If it wasn't for Jim Cornette being out there, I would have fucking fell asleep during this thing. Right. Well, Nikita Koloff couldn't do anything. He wasn't good. I don't think you're giving him enough credit. I don't think Nikita Koloff is as stone as you think he is. Honestly, honestly, I don't know, man. They could have did a lot more. They could have had a little more stalling, a little more power moves. Bobby Eaton bails, recuperates a little bit. This was just really weird. It was really weird that Eaton was in control for almost the whole match. I think the Nikita Koloff face experiment is an epic failure, too. Well, I mean, it came out of necessity, and it was white hot when it first happened because they paired him up with Dusty Rhodes, and then they kind of just did their own separate things, and then Nikita Koloff cooled off really quick. Really quick is an understatement. But, I mean, it's not his fault. Like, he was not supposed to turn face at that point. You know, the whole Magnum TA thing kind of threw a monkey wrench into it. I understand. Sometimes you take a chance, it pays off, and it's like, you know, and then whatever. I don't know. Didn't like the match. Uh, I I did not have a problem with Zabisco and Wyndham. Eh, like I feel about the the Ric Flair match, there, at least there was a little action in this. There was a little bit of movement. You had Baby Doll out there getting involved. Yeah, there was a little story there. Wyndham, this is like we're on the doorstep of like peak Wyndham right here. Yeah, like and I don't think I I know I know Wikipedia has it as the UWF Western States Championship. I don't think that was a UWF belt. I think that was always an NWA belt. I don't know why it's listed that way, but whatever. It's the Western States Championship. Very short lived. As a matter of fact, I think Wyndham and Zabisco were the only two to hold the belt, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Then, In the uh, sea of 500 titles that the NWA had, the Western States Heritage Championship <laughs> just should never have come into existence. Sorry. What are you- what do you know? I know if you're going to have a Western States title, you don't defend it in the Nassau Coliseum. God. A lot of Southern accents going on here. So the NWA Southern Wrestling, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. R-A-S-S-L-I-N-S Wrestling. <laughs> um, and then the bunkhouse stamp. Kevin, anytime you have anything to say, feel free to just jump in. Uh, as well, I don't know what your thoughts on the show were. Probably doesn't have anything. What else can he add? I mean, <laughs> fair enough. No, it, it. I. I feel like the more I I stay out is is better, just because of the delay and stuff like that. So I'm. I'll. If I have something super important, that t- Tony covered it. That was that was Tony. Tony nailed it. Uh, and then we get the bunkhouse stampede, and this is just a an absolute bloodfest. Um, Lots of blading. 
I think uh, I think if Ivan Koloff isn't in this, it's unwatchable. Yeah, you know what? He was like re- he was really fucking good in this. Good point. However, if you notice the few times that oh, and people did go over the top of the cage, the few times people went over the top of the cage, Ivan Koloff was one of them. And when he did the hands thing with Dusty, and he's fucking hitting his hands, and he falls off, that's pretty funny shit. However. Notice that camera doesn't really catch these idiots climbing up to the top of the cage and actually like getting into that position. It's fucking terrible. Why are they climbing the cage? Kevin, let me ask you this as a fellow uh, Royal Rumble aficionado. If you knew that getting thrown over the top and hitting the floor was going to get you eliminated, wouldn't you want to avoid climbing the thing that can get you, get you eliminated from the match? Or is it just me or am I fucking crazy? I don't know. I don't know. Well, in in the rumble, you see people going to the top rope all the time, so it's just yeah, like, why do you idiots. do that there either? Yep. So it's it's kind of the it's kind of in, in the same boat, but you still see it. Yeah. Yeah, but to climb a cage, I was like, my god, my mind was fucking blown. Oh, Matt, perhaps my favorite contrived spot of the night. Lex Luger, Tully Blanchard, and Arn Anderson all falling out of the cage door at the same time? What the fuck, dude? I mean, Dusty's Dusty's booking it, right? So you're like, if you argue with him, you're not in the main event spot, right? Like, I don't know. And Dusty Rhodes had his arm bladed. His arm! I hate that shit. I hate that fucking spot. I hate it. I don't know if you noticed it but they were when he won there was there was a lot of booze there were some audible booze uh there for Dusty because it was stupid it was dumb i think i think and it correct me if i'm wrong with my timeline but i think luger should have won this it would have made sense right he was on the way up and he's the only guy that was wearing his wrestling tights no I think everybody else came like wearing like just like their street clothes, you know, come as you are. Right. Because he goes on to challenge Luger at the Great American Bash. Yes. Luger challenged Luger at the Great American uh, Bash. Flair, excuse me. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. So this pay-per-view is in January. Their next pay-per-view is in July. And it's it's Luger Flair. Yeah. And the other. Isn't this because isn't this because Barry Windham. Leaves. No, Wyndham's on the card wrestling Dusty Rhodes for the U.S. Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, Wyndham was joining the Horsemen around this time then, too, okay. right? Like later yeah, in the year? He doesn't leave for the WWF till uh, March of 1989. Okay. Yeah, that was a quick run. And it's also weird. The Warlord and the Barbarian are in this thing, but then Hawk uh, Animal's all by himself because Hawk got the title shot. I don't know, man. I don't know. I got nothing else to add to it. It's 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 out there if you want to see it for yourself, folks. Yeah, it's I think it's like two hours on the peacock. It's it's there. It's uh it's there. It's, it's look, there. The, the main event's something to see. It is it is unique. <laughs> it was unique. Well on the other now look. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and be like the WWE crush it here either. But better show. Yes. 
100%. I think we've got I... story. We got storytelling. We got a fucking women's tag title match that fucking blew the doors off of anything both nights. I think, and we got to see a concept match that was a hundred times better than what was on actual pay per view. I think it may not have had the star power. It may not have had you know the names. But at least it was, I think it told a better story and it had some interesting characters. They didn't have some contrived way of getting eliminated. No, I and it was agree. every two minutes. It was a new concept. We also had to sit through the fucking Dino Bravo bench press bullshit. Oh, come on, bro. He benched 705 pounds. Dude, I felt like that went on yeah. forever. 100% completely agree. But the one thing that came out of that was that Dino Bravo could now go around and call himself the world's strongest man. And it gave Jesse and Bruno shit to fucking fight over because Jesse kept saying, uh, not, not Bruno gorilla and gorilla kept saying to him, yeah, it was a tag team effort. It was not. He got it up by himself. You saw the footage. Jesse would fucking lie. Even if it was on film, which was so great. It, they just went. It was just, so- I know. So I know. long, man. But, yeah, we got to load up the plates. We got to do this. We got to do. Yeah, I know. And I get it. You got to give like you got to give them a break. At Steamboat and Rude had a great match with a fucking stupid ending. Well, you know, you're not going to look. This is also the time when like these guys weren't. It's not like it is today. Like Steamboat versus Rude is not happening. If it's not Saturday night main event and it's not a pay-per-view, you got to go see it. The house shows, bro. Yeah, no, look, I agree. Good good enough match. The ending fucking shit the bed for me. Well, you know, I mean, they got to make everyone look good, man. Yeah, I don't... Not always. I mean, it's 1988. You got to make everybody look good. Yeah. I guess, right? And this is already after Steamboat's run, so I don't even know why... I don't even know why they're... Like, why wouldn't they try to build up Rick Root here? I don't get it, you know? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. Where you gonna? I mean, look, where you gonna build? I mean, they eventually build Root into the IC title picture. Like, you're, yeah. where are you gonna put him here? No, I get it, but like Steamboat had already come off. You know, like he he he, uh, you know, gave up the belt at this point. Like Honky Tonk Man's the champ. You know what I'm saying? So like Steamboat's already kind of like not in good, not in good standing with the office to begin with, with all that shit. So I don't know. I would have put my eggs. I would have put my eggs in the Rick Rude basket at this point. But what do I know? I don't know. Yeah, but look, you're know. gonna. So here's. I just thought about this too. Like you're gonna. NWA has a pay per view, right? They're asking their fans to sh- to pay money to watch this wrestling program. On the flip side, there's wrestling on USA Network, and who's in your first match? Someone you're familiar with, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. All right, fair enough. And it, granted, I, well, and. Rick maybe Rude you don't too. like, yeah. Maybe you don't like the cartoony gimmicks, but your the first match is going to be a wrestling match. No, fair enough, fair point. And it's free; you don't have to go into your pocket to take it. Fuck you yeah. know. Now you watch the match, and then maybe you sit through that Dino Bravo shit, and you're like, "Fuck this noise, I'm out." But maybe it pulls you in because it's free wrestling, right? Yeah, but NWA had their gimmicky shit too. Like they used to do the arm wrestling matches and shit like that. So. That 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 kind of thing wasn't just like WWE Gaga, I mean it was, but it wasn't. You know, NWA was just as guilty doing that stuff. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was just to put put two two guys that maybe the competitor was familiar with. And I could be thinking way too much about this too. 
No, it's good to think about this stuff. Is it? I think yeah. so. I don't know. Jazzy said I was a dummy, so. <laughs> oh, mama. <laughs> she said, wait, wait. She said, I, of course, I missed this because uh, I'm an asshole, but wait, she said you were a dummy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For what? I mean, well, she yeah. also gave us the name of the episode this week, so. <laughs> Gotta go back and listen. Yep. Tony, you were uh, over the moon on this uh, two out of three falls women's tag match. Come on, dude. How could you not be? The Jumping Bond, the Angels, the Glamour Girls with Jimmy Hart? Come on. This, this, dude, this was so off the charts for its time. It's fucking unbelievable that this was on a fucking WWF free show on USA Network. Dude, That's how great right, this match all right, was. All right. You're overstating it a little bit, Tony. You're being a little bit hyperbolic. I, I, dude. You got to remember, this is 1988 WWF, and they bring in a Japanese women's tag team. Yes. To wrestle the Glamour Girls, dude. All right. So, yes, awesome. Jumping Bomb Angels are awesome. And I hope, I think it, it's weird. As time goes on, the teams and the people that people tend not to know tend to know about them more. So, the Jumping Bomb Angels, I think, have a good legacy and a lot of respect. The glamour girls, aren't they, aren't they a little bit past their prime in this match? T dog. No, not at all. Not at all. You got to remember too. Leilani Kai is uh, wrestling for the women's championship at WrestleMania. Like another, like seven years down the road from this too. Oh, I remember. And it was, it was a squash. Well, sort of, kind of maybe, but look, dude, <laughs> Leilani Kai, Judy Martin, Tough women, dude. Tough yeah. women. No argument. And they, and they wrestled like some tough women. Now, I know we talked about this a few weeks ago. If you get a chance, do your homework. Go check out the WWF Women's Tag Team Championship. You'd be surprised. The history of those belts comes from the NWA because those were NWA Women's Tag Belts. And when the whole deal with Mula went through, WWF bought those belts. And if you can find a good enough picture of them, look at them real close. The same belts that they're wearing in this match, they're the same exact belts that were purchased, that they've always been those championship belts. They actually say NWA on them. They got those National Wrestling Alliance letters on them. So a little bit of trivia and history for championships here. Other than that, great fucking match. Great match. Uh, I'm with you, Tony. I really enjoyed this. Um, it's a, It was ahead of its time, and I thought they put on a good showing. Can't say the same for the next year at the Royal Rumble, where uh, I think Judy Martin and Rock and Robin wrestle over the women's title because I had this playing at the restaurant uh, that day. <laughs> Not seven minutes of dog shit uh, in the 89 Rumble. But this was for its time. It was good. It was entertaining. Um, Judy Martin pins uh, uh, Yamazaki. Seven minutes for the first fall. Uh, Yamazaki pins Martin with a sunset flip for the second. So they're tied now, at one. Here's the important thing that, that a lot of people don't remember. And this is why I, I used to love reading all the old pay-per-views from Scott Keith. And he makes a great point here. First match, Martin goes, it's almost like a power bomb. And she gets the pin from that. And two or three minutes later, she goes for it again. And that's where you get the sunset flip reversal. And it winds up costing her the second fall. Great fucking storytelling on top of all the high fucking spots and all the beaten ups and shit. This was fantastic. Did you enjoy the double drop kick finish? Yes, of course. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Love this shit. I love this shit. Pretty easily, easily the match of the entire day for me. 
very entertaining and you know to to you know you put it into context here we have we're going to go up against the nwa and we have you know we're not going to give you hogan and andre right yeah and hogan's not even he like he's in, he's there for an interview he's not your right. champion's not even wrestling it's crazy uh we're not going to give you like they could have given you the heart foundation for the, versus the strike force right you could have you'd have to put them in the rumble but you could have given us like a hot tag match like that but no they gave us the glamour girls against the jumping bomb angels and i think they lived up to the hype you know oh, maybe yeah. not on that day in 1988 but when you look back on that match i think it stands the test of time and it's pretty remarkable what they were doing in 19, 1988 the women uh and maybe it kind of makes you think like they deserve a little more credit you know clearly 100 percent. kevin 1988 royal rumble how many times have you watched this Uh, a lot, a lot of times, right. uh, not as no, much as 92, right. but definitely I've, I've seen it more than once for sure. All right. So do you have a favorite moment from this rumble, uh, or you just like to, uh, take it all in with it being the, the first ever Royal rumble. My my favorite moment of this Royal Rumble is when Don Morocco and Nikolai Volkov both run out at the same time, and and the re- and the referees are like fighting with them, like Nikolai Nikolai. I don't know how this happened. It was the first one. I don't know if it was planned or if it was, uh, or if it was part of the the thing, because Don Morocco comes out. Nikolai Volkov is right behind him. They're like, what the hell is going on here? Referees are stopping Nikolai Volkov. Don Morocco goes in, and then the next entry is Nikolai Volkov. So Nikolai Volkov either got confused in terms of what, what number he was or if the refs uh, or if something screwy happened. I don't know the backstory or if anything, or if that was just a, a plot device in the match. Tony, thoughts on the rumble? <laughs> Fucking Nikolai just standing there and the referee's not letting him in the ring. <laughs> Yeah, I mean Matt's favorite wrestler, Jim Duggan, won the match. What else is there to say? Eliminates Dino Bravo and the One Man Gang to finish this sucker. The One Man Gang had six eliminations. Of course he did. He's the fucking One Man Gang. That's that original yeah. Diesel push. And wasn't he? But he he came in late though. He, he may have been. He was number nineteen. Yeah, there you go. Here's an interesting bit of information. Ultimate Warrior was in this match. A very young, very new to WWF Ultimate Warrior who had no eliminations, but was eliminated by two of the final four men, Dino Bravo, one man gang. Pretty wild. Yeah. And I can't say for certain, like, yeah, I can't say for certain, like, in terms of where they were, but you look at Sting in WCW or in NWA in 88 and warrior in WWE in 88 kind of on the same trajectory. Sting may have been a little bit further along. Warrior doesn't get his, you know, come up until he beats honky and the uh, hockey talk man. And I guess no, that's, that's also 88. So they're right there. I think, I think there's some, there's some star power in this match. I don't think, I don't think all these guys are, uh, are you know like up and comers? I mean, you got Bret Hart, 
uh, Jim Neidhart, Tito Santana, The Natural, uh, Jake Roberts, Handsome Harley races in this thing. Well, I mean Danny Davis, but you know, uh, uh, don't don't disrespect Boris Zukov. Come on, bro. Come on. Come don't on. don't do it. Uh, Jim Duggan, Rob Bass, uh, the the Killer Bees are in this thing. G- uh, Hillbilly Jim, Junkyard Dog, baby. Junkyard Dog's in there. <laughs> no eliminations for the JYD though. No. Jim Duggan had three eliminations. Come on. The warrior, the warrior threw up a goose egg too. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, you know, you know what? You can see it already that the warrior was going to stand out, but he just didn't stand out here. It was just, you know, kind of nothing. And that's okay. I don't think he needed to stand out here. I think Duggan was a good pick to win this. For sure. For sure. He was super over. <laughs> Sorry oh, about that. That see that? Scream sneeze. Yeah, I do a little bit. That's what I do, so. I don't mean to, but it's okay. It feels good. It feels good. It feels good. Then we have the, uh, so Duggan wins the rumble. A lot of fun every two minutes. First of its kind. And then we have the uh, Islanders versus the young stallions. We get a clean sweep by the Islanders. Yeah. This was also in the middle of the uh, kidnapping of Matilda. Wasn't it? I think these guys are already in a feud with the bulldogs at this point. Maybe. That doesn't come into play here, though. No, no, it doesn't. But this is around that time. Is it? I don't think so because Haku. Yeah, I think they're gone, and Haku is pretty much a single by in '89 at some point. Oh no, this is '88. Yeah, this is the very beginning of '88. Um, cars. I love girls in cars. Was this were the Young Stallions already girls in cars at this point? No, that uh, no, that was Strike Force. No, no, Strike Young Stallions. Yeah, it was no, Young Strike Stallions. Force. Strike Force was girls in cars. What's the Young oh, Stallions ones then? Young Stallions was crank it up. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was it. Another fucking another face team stealing Jimmy Hart's music. The nerve. Love the Young Stallions. Okay, so yeah, you're right, Tony. They were d- d- okay. They did work at four uh, with the Matilda gimmick. It was the Islanders and Heenan against the Bulldogs and Coco Beware. Everybody get up! So is yeah, this, this is, yeah. All right. This well, is a- it didn't it didn't have anything to do with anything here. And like Matt said, the Islanders win in two straight falls because Paul Roma hurt his little knee and win. You know. Hey, you ever had a knee injury, buddy? Take it down a level over there. I'm not trying to wrestle the Islanders when I do. Fucking Tama, Haku, he, are you fucking kidding me? He got it in the match, though. Ah, fuck him. <laughs> Should have carried him out like fucking Dynamite Kid. Abu, Abu. <laughs> but there was more. I think they gave you a little more meat on the bone with the Rumble, too. The Dino Bravo thing, I hate it, but it was... You know, it's kind of look if you're just flipping channels or you're watching, you see this fucking Haas putting 715 up, regardless yeah. of just cheated or not. It's pretty good. And then the Hogan Andre stuff was the hottest shit they were doing. So, bro, yeah. we and you're not paying for it. We didn't even get the Macho Man on this show. We didn't get Ted DiBiase on this show. We didn't get the Honky Tonk Man on this show. Like, there's a lot of like wait, 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 power what? that wasn't here. Go ahead, Kevin. I'm sorry. Wasn't DiBiase in the. Wasn't DiBiase in the interview with Andre on the podium in the middle of the of the? Okay, fair enough. Or, I mean, but uh, he didn't... two out of three falls. Yeah, 
uh, yeah, but he didn't wrestle on the show. That's, I mean, they were there, but they really, I mean, it was the interview. But where was Savage? Savage, arguably, like one of the biggest stars on the roster at this point. What if they would have Randy Savage win the the uh, the Royal Rumble? Hmm. Uh, he was on he was on his way to winning the title at WrestleMania Four. Yeah, he was on that trajectory already. They'd already made that decision. Yeah, the yeah, championship brother. Yeah, Don Marano. So, uh, yeah, what a time to be a wrestling fan. Definitely go back watch these two shows. They are. Uh, it's interesting to see. Yep. Definitely recommend to watch both. 100%. No doubt. Watch both of them. You'll see yeah. what I mean. Yeah, check it out. Because it's fun to see, you know, this is... And remember, the NWA Jim Crockett promotion show was... They put that on pay-per-view. So this is what Vince countered with. And, uh, yeah, it's just interesting to see. So definitely check it out. Shake it up. Check it out. Check it up. Uh, do you gentlemen have anything else you want to discuss, or uh, do you want to pull this train to the station a little early tonight, fellas? Yeah, we could do that. That sounds like a good idea. All right. Well, Kevin's off to Florida, so safe travels this week, Kevin. Um, if you could bring uh-huh. back some warm weather, we would. I think we would all appreciate that a little bit. Ooh, Thank in you. your hands, in Kevin Garifo's hands. Uh, I'll be floating around. Uh, I got a lot of wrestling from last week to catch up on and this week. So be sure to follow us on social media. I'll be working the Twitter machine at wizards podcast. Uh, and we are of course available uh, on all forms of social media, uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, TikTok at wizards podcast uh, rate review, subscribe. If you're listening, watching, partaking in any shining wizards activities on any of those platforms and of course tell your friends uh just just uh some programming notes uh we are doing some cleanup on the websites we are in the process of starting to uh move and migrate things uh this goes for the shining wizards as well as our wednesday show the mark order boys the mark order podcast If by chance you cannot find us on our usual haunts, all episodes will still be available on the Shining Wizards Network. We might run into some issues where we're getting things transferred, moved, whatnot. The uh, network for now is not moving, is not going anywhere. So you will be able to find us there. So if there are problems, please bear with us. We are working on it. There aren't any problems as of today, but things can change. But the episodes will still be available everywhere. These guys are going to be on video Wednesday, so you can still tune in and catch them just like you're catching us tonight. And uh, and that's it. Hopefully, we're moving on to bigger and better things, and uh, we will have less issues and less problems and less, less bullshit. I think we could all agree less bullshit is more better for all of us. Yes, less more shit, more good. Less bullshit, more gooder. Yes, definitely more gooder. And thanks to Jazzy Gaber for joining us tonight. Don't forget... Uh, serious February 20th. It's going to be a Sunday late morning, early afternoon for us, 11 a.m., 5 uh, p.m. If you're over in Deutschland, that's D E for anyone who needs to know what Germany is. Uh, <laughs> what are the plugs? Uh, serious, uh, serious XM. <laughs> it's, uh, there we go. Thank you for that. At serious Germany on Twitter <laughs> and, uh, at serious wrestling on Instagram. Be sure to follow, 
both of them for uh, updates. As as you heard here, we got the breaking news. Al Snow and Katarina Winter will be doing the commentary for that event. So how crazy is that? Both friends of the show joining Jazzy. It's awesome. So, so if you uh, if you are hip to it, get on that Fight TV app and you buy this pay-per-view, the show, and you watch it. Fucking buy it, it, asshole. You love it. I'm you buying support, it. You support Jazzy and everything she stands for. Even if she is a little weird. Dude, she is who she is. Come on, bro. Dude, she's turned into an alien. Yeah. She wants you to sit on her throne next to her. Yeah, it's not going to happen, buddy. Two, 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 two. Something like that. Two, 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 two. Yeah. No, two, twenty. 22. Yeah. 2 22 22 2 2 2 2 2 5 2s I thought it was 2 20 22 or my no it's 2 22 22 that's right yeah that's what she wants it it's all twos is that some sort of alien thing i don't fucking know man i don't even know that d meant germany so <laughs> well, there you go i mean if you're writing it out that way you have to include the zero in front of the first two oh literal kevin i think Kevin's got to ruin it for Jazzy. Sorry, Jazzy. <laughs> Listen, I, I saved it because I wasn't there for the interview. So, so. <laughs> but we'll be back next week. We got uh You had me. You killed me. Tremont engage. Who's he engaged to? <laughs> All right. Thank you. Uh, we'll be back next week. TSF joins us early in the show, and you've seen them on Dark, Dark Elevation. Plus, we'll have a full episode full of wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Um, I feel like we should play the intro music. I'm going to have to put it all. i got to do it in post because you just fucking jumped in there and just thought you were whatever. saving the fucking whatever. Whatever. No, I did save the show. Fucking don't. Jazzy was sitting there. It's fucking one o'clock in the morning where she is, and you guys are like, "Oh, we'll talk to you in a few minutes." <laughs> no, no, you were late. We had already dropped her in and had a conversation with her, and we were going to start the show. <laughs> we had it all under control. No, you didn't. Yes, we did. <laughs> Good night, Gracie. Fucker. I hate you. <laughs> Four and two, baby. We start the year off right. That's right. Be sure to tune in next week to find out if I went over the century on my fucking picks again. <laughs> oh fuck! It'll be it'll be March, and Matt will be like fucking 40, 44 matches back. Nah, man, this is my year. I'm getting it this year. Oh yeah. Oh, you're getting it right in the old keister again. It's very oh. rude. Yeah. <laughs> very rude, sir. To keep on tuning in, we're 360 days away from Tony being a three-time pay-per-view champion. You heard it here first. Not this year, my friends. <laughs> yes, my friends. My friends. I give Kate the closing the closing announcement. Good night, Gracie. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Catch you. Catch you guys next week for another fun-filled episode of the Shining Wizards Wrestling. <laughs>